Stand by for action. darkness my old friend how are you <laughs> yeah i've come to speak with you again <laughs> you know welcome to the punk like that podcast everybody and let me pull back the curtain here a little bit um neil and i haven't talked to each other for a couple weeks yeah that's right it's been uh we recorded a shit ton of episodes in like a two-week period like five episodes yeah. so um and we still got a couple of those to put up actually so you might not even hear this one for a little bit but we are both back and ready to well, talk it's, about it's stuff. Fun. It's funny, right? Because we kept we kept sandbagging all these episodes, just piling them up, and I'm like, "What are we doing here?" We, you know, because it's it's kind of sucks if we have a guest because then they have to wait for like three weeks for their thing to get out, or, or, month, or yeah. even more sometimes. Yep, yep. But you know, it's like we knew what we were doing even when we didn't because we've had a lot of personal stuff come up and we just weren't able to record. And as you're going to find out, Neil took a very long trip. He's a California boy now. <laughs> and uh, like Neil that. took a very long trip and I had a lot of stuff, family stuff going on and it just worked out that we had all those episodes. So it was almost like we like, I don't know, dude, it was almost like it worked out like a divine intervention or something. Right. Well, it did. And also, you know, um, depending on the guest, uh, you know, sometimes some de- some guests can only do it at a certain day, at a certain time, or whatever. So we have yeah. to we have to fit in with that. And you're right; it just kind of worked out with our schedules. That a couple of weeks ago we had like two or three guests record in, in a week. So you know, it worked it worked out it worked out fine. You know, I think. Yeah. No, I think so too. And now we're I think kind of refreshed and ready to go again because I think we when we record a whole bunch and like when we're recording two, three times a week, I think we can get a little burned out. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, that happens. So, yeah. Well, especially if it's we, just me and you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and we've been kind of like, uh, had a hard time scheduling guests even because you were kind of in a holding pattern, not knowing when you're going to go to San Diego. And, you know, like I said, myself, I've just had a lot of family crap going on. that's kept me from, uh, being super committal and not wanting to call people to schedule something two weeks out, not knowing if I could commit to it, you know? And then you have your work as well. Obviously you're on call certain yeah. weeks, right? Yeah. 24 seven. Matter of fact, so. we have, a, we currently have a guest booked for next Monday when I'm on call, but it, I'm sure it'll be fine. Oh, oh yeah, we do. Right. It's uh yeah, yeah. it's that one I kind of set up. So right? you just, so you, so Neil, you went to San Diego for nine, like nine days, right? 10 days. Yeah. And you yeah. just got back yesterday. Just got back. Yeah. Just got back like did yesterday. You go, did you go to work today? I work from home today because ah, I got in. I got in pretty late. Um, there was problems with the flight back. The flight back was a fucking disaster. Ugh. So I, I, you know, well, and it uh, sucks we can get into that. It always sucks flying from the west to the east. Obviously, you lose hours. And it wasn't even that. It was because when you fly southwest, at least to San Diego, the, yeah. there's oftentimes no direct flight on southwest, so you have to change either in Denver or in Arizona or something. And uh, on the way out, it was fine. But the flight back in Denver, uh, there was only a 45-minute layover, which I knew was going to be tight. But the flight from San Diego was 35 minutes late taking off. 
so it was one of those situations where we were literally running through the airport to try and make it to our plane. The Denver yeah. airport? Yeah, the Denver airport. Yeah. And the Denver airport, for those of you who aren't fortunate enough to have ever been to the Denver airport, I literally was just there for the first time like two weeks ago. It is enormous. It's got to be close to O'Hare size. Yeah, it does. And I, so, and get this. It's so, insane. So, when the South, I think the reason the Southwest jet was late taking off from San Diego was because there was some kind of problem with gates in denver so when it did land in denver it it landed at gate c20 and we had to get to gate c57 to uh, get our flight so in uh in like 20 minutes there's like like 15 total you know yeah whatever whatever we call this well i i I think what we've learned from this is from now on even if it costs more we're gonna go fucking american or um united and fly direct (laughs) no more of this changing bullshit well that's the nice thing about being where you are being you know relatively close to O'Hare, you can pretty much go everywhere direct so yeah that's nice I mean, it costs more normally, but, you know. But, I mean, apart yeah. from that, Southwest was all right, but this was a fucking disaster yesterday, so. I'm such a cheapskate, man. I almost always fly, like, Allegiant Frontier like that, so I'm used to, like, no frills at all. I mean, I've done that, but but I've done that before. Three hours after I get to the airport, I'm at my destination, you know? Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, and I've done it before, and it's it's normally okay, but it's the, it's the, it's a change like yesterday, you know, when you have to, when you have to, um change at a different place and you only have like 30 minutes and yeah it's either in a different yeah it's it's kind of ironic right you and i were we missed each other literally by a day at the denver airport well dude this is fucking weird because i had no idea so you've known i was going to san diego for ages yeah yeah but i had no idea that you ended up doing what you were doing very very last minute so why don't you matter of fact i bought the ticket that morning all right well so before we you know what before we get into that let sure. me let me play a song first because yeah. I have I have to um I have to uh change something that I said on the I think it was the um what was the last episode that we put up? It was a Savage Mountain podcast, right? Was it what last one yep. we put up? Alright, so Is it is it did you misgender someone? <laughs> <laughs> you bastard. Fuck no. Um well yeah, I probably did, but I could care less really. Um <laughs> So uh no I what I did was I miss I miss uh I misgendered a song I guess. Oh. Um <laughs> I said that one of the That's cheats one of the cheats covers I uh-huh. said was by a band that it wasn't originally by. Oh yeah, who's um, that? yeah, so I'd said that um Young and Dumb was by the Bobby Teens and in mm. fact that was even a cover of uh a band from Akron, Ohio, uh, the Rebus, the little Rebus City oh, Rebels. Rebus City Rebels. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were the original ones to do the song okay. Young and Dumb in like 1978. So Akron, such a hot yep. of punk. Uh, it seriously was. I mean, the Bizarros, the uh, yeah, Rebus City Rebels, Devo. and Devo, of course. Yeah, and I think uh, Chrissy Hines was from Akron too. Wasn't uh, I'm trying to think? Yeah, this. I mean, was no, they're from Cleveland. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, it's funny, right? Yeah, pretty good little scene there. So anyway, I'm going to play that original. Uh, I'm going to play the original. So this is the Rubber City Rebels with Young and Dumb from like 1978, I believe. So, uh, yeah, hear the original. Little girl in a dance She's looking so 
So we, uh, yeah, it was funny. Uh, yeah, Rubber City Rebels there with Young and Dumb. Um, as soon as I put that podcast out, that's for some reason when I discovered that the, that that wasn't. I think I looked up. I was looking on Discogs at the Bobby Teens discography, and that's when I mm. saw that. Oh. They didn't record that song originally, and then like mm. two two minutes later, Todd Sheet emailed me to let me know that too. So, well, see, there you go. See, we we are not afraid to admit it when we make a mistake, people. Mm-hmm. For sure, yeah. And you know, we're not perfect. Well, we're, I like we're to, as close as you can get. I, I like to learn stuff too. It's it's all yeah, good, you, you know. Go. And I discovered a, a band well, that's got some funny, good stuff. You know, you know, I've been I've been going through that collection that that my buddy Rob gave me. Yep, and like. Uh, I've learned that a couple of one of the songs like was uh oh what band was it was it the oh that authorities they did a song called Octune I always thought it was a Screeching Weasel song I had no idea it was a cover hmm. that the Screeching Weasel version was a cover and then I heard another one that I'd originally heard by the Meat Men it was called Slow Boys by the Controllers hmm. don't know that either. but anyway yeah, I'm learning I'm, I'm I'm really getting an education listening to these records I, I gotta tell you and I'm it's 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 been pretty cool, but anyway. So yeah, you learn, you learn, you know. Well, you might find out that just like I did, that actually that, con- that original song wasn't by the Controllers, but it was actually they were covering somebody else even earlier. Yeah, which, maybe. Like maybe. what happened with this Bobby Teens thing. Um, anyway, so that was that. So um, yeah, take us back in the way back machine and tell us because uh, this really surprised the hell out of me when you told me what your son was doing and what you ended up doing uh, for them. So why don't you explain how that all, all went down? Unless there's a gig or something you went to you want to talk about first. I went to a couple gigs, actually. But hmm. It's funny. One of, them we, one of them we went to on the way home. I took my sons. Hmm. Um, did you did you make it to any gigs in San Diego? No. I know you'd hope to. You I, didn't. So you, I, I did you not. see your adverts. Uh, that doesn't happen until October. Oh, so you might go back. Okay, yeah, I, I might. I might go back now. Um, Scunthorpe Yobs did play on Friday night, mm. but they played at a place called Capo Beach, which is basically just south of LA. So, with traffic on the five on a Saturday night, you're looking at least a two-hour drive either way. And yeah. uh, you know, we only had limited time to see Lydia because she works till seven. So that just wasn't that just wasn't ah. going to happen. Best will in the gotcha. world. So that's why I did uh, not. Uh, but- but you know my my yeah my son just he he wanted a little trip to clear his head and he wanted to drive out to the west coast so and this is the youngest son right he took off from beautiful michigan i think he made it to my younger son yeah he's 19 and he kind of was doing the beach thing. he was sleeping in his car and i don't think he ever got a hotel until i met up with him um but uh yeah he went to uh first night i think he went to omaha and the second night he was in denver and I think he went through Utah, and he he went to the ocean, and he went through L.A. and man, that's a ballsy. Uh, he's by that, himself. That's a ballsy kid yeah. to do that by yourself well, at nineteen. Yeah. Fuck, that's great. It's funny, I always I always say we don't let our young men become men very quick now. So I was kind of for it. His mom was kind of against it, but uh, but you know, I I think Wednesday we called him, and I got the impression he was getting a little getting a little weary of being by himself, and so. Thursday morning, I, you know, so I, I was like, oh, I was thinking I'd meet him later, like on Saturday or Friday or Saturday, maybe, and like flying to Vegas and maybe meet up with him and ride home with him. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I talked to my older son and he had some sick time and I got some sick time and I said, I'd pay for everything. And I said, Hey, you want to, how about we fly out to Denver and we meet you and ride home with you? And he was way down on the other end of Colorado, but he ended up driving up like six hours and, we met up and uh, yeah, we rode home. We all rode home together. 
That's awesome, dude. That is absolutely awesome. So yeah, it was kind of cool. Like I said, I felt like he was struggling a little bit, and I just, I just, you know, I, I, I let him drive the last mile, and he drove yeah, five thousand miles. He went. Hmm. Jesus. Yeah. Good yeah. for you, man. Yeah. That, that, that dude, is I had, I had an In and Out burger for the first time. I did too. I did too on it's, this trip. <laughs> pretty okay. It's not amazing, but it's pretty good. I enjoyed it. It, it was. At, and did you get the uh, what are they called? The something fries. Animal style. Animal style. Yeah. I did not get any fries because the fries are actually pretty mediocre. But I had two animal style double cheeseburgers and a chocolate shake. And I looked at the thing and I'm like, well, a 2,000 calorie a day diet. That is my entire day. But it was pretty good, you know. And, and we we ate it like. A lot of fast food, not all fast food, but, but it was like stuff we don't have here. Like there's a chicken chain out west called Raising Canes. Okay. They're kind of working their way over here. But anyway, but yeah, no, we had a good time. And as a matter of fact, on the way home, so, you know, Neil, did you, now, when you moved to the U.S., you were pretty much into punk, so I don't think you went and saw a bunch of big shows. You never went and saw like Rush with your brother or something, did you? No, I, I did not. No, 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 no. Well, so a couple of the first shows I went to when I was a teenager we're at these giant outdoor amphitheaters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes sense. Where it's like, you know, there's a big seated area down front and like a big grass hill in the back. Mm-hmm. And the grass hill's cheap, like like the cheap seats, basically. So the first couple shows I went to as a teenager, I actually sat in like that kind of a situation. And a couple years ago, I hadn't done it for like 20-something years. I was having a lot of nostalgia for those kind of shows. And Ticketmaster did a special on this show, and it was four tickets for 80 bucks with fees. And it was at Tinley Park, and it was Rob Zombie, Alice Cooper, Ministry, and Filter. And I'm like, oh, that'd be cool. We'll go with a couple friend of ours or, uh, you know, another couple or whatever. But it ended up being on Labor Day weekend, so most of our friends were gone. So anyway, it worked out. The time it worked out that we actually hit, we got back into Illinois with my sons while we were driving home in time to go see the show. I actually saw all the bands, at least some. So Tinley Park... A, it's way south. It's way like, south. It's fucking nightmare. You're in Indiana, you're going straight. Yeah, you don't even make the northern turn up to Chicago. It's probably and an hour from Chicago. I saw the Ramones there actually with Blondie and uh, the Tom Tom Club, I think. And wow. uh, like, I, saw, I had that T-shirt on actually when we were in Logansport. Um, maybe that was 1989 maybe hmm, um cool. on the escape from new york tour but anyway i fucking hate that place that place is a well, horrible you know, disaster funny, <laughs> as much as i love the idea of chilling on the hill and and if we went with another couple i think a tailgate or something i think it would have been fun beers are like 15 dollars. yep everything's outrageous the parking is free but if you want an upgrade you could either spend 40 or 100 and even then i didn't see how i was gonna get you out any quicker yeah because but I, as soon as we were like within a half mile of the place, and I already remembered why I never go to shows like that anymore because we're just stopped. <laughs> Dead yep. traffic. Yep. Like four lanes, you know? Yeah. But, you know, I get in there in time to see. I saw Filter only played six songs, and I saw three, and they were all like the big hits. You remember that song from the 90s, Hey Man, Nice Shot? Uh, I do not. No. It was about Bud Dwyer, this politician who shot himself in public. Anyway. Anyway, so they were real cool, and. And ministry, I can't. You're not a ministry guy, or are you? I've never really listened to him, to be honest. I, I guess I kind of like the concept, but I've never really listened to him. So, so I love ministry. I've seen him probably fifteen ish times. Okay, but this was might have been, in a way, one of the coolest sets I've ever seen from him because they only played I don't know forty five minutes or whatever. But all they played was old stuff. Hmm. They played one brand new song at the end, but they played all classic stuff, like much more so than if you were to go see him 
at a club show when they're headlining. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Even though I can't imagine Alice Cooper fans give a rat's ass whether Ministry is playing songs from 1989 or 2022, <laughs> you know. But so Ministry is really good, and uh, Alice Cooper was really good too. And then we started watching Rob Zombie and took off because I didn't want to deal with traffic. So hold on. So hold on. Alice Cooper was warming up for Rob Zombie. Yeah. What the fuck's the matter with this world? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Rob Zombie's like a big hard rock radio guy, you know. Yeah, but Alice Cooper's a legend for fifty years. Yes, he, he is, but he only plays <laughs> theaters when he headlines. Yeah, I but it was—it felt big to me, like the sum of the show. You know what I mean? It's a weird multi-generational. That is like Ministry and Alice Cooper seems like a weird combination. So how was the? Like, uh, how, how, what was the crowd like? It was it was big? I'm sure it was like fifteen, twenty thousand people there. Jesus fuck! Well, the place holds twenty thousand plus. Yeah, people. You know, it's huge, um, <laughs> but. Yeah, Alice was great. But once again, Alice pretty much stuck to his greatest hits because of he course, was only yeah. playing like an hour, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Did he have his? And, uh, did he have the fucking guillotine and everything? He did. He cut his own head off. He had the bone yep. constrictor. Yep. He had the, like, the smoking hot female lead guitar player. I know Excellent. I'm not allowed to say that, but I don't care. You are allowed to her, say it. Please do. Please Nita, say more. Her name is Nita Strauss. She's very attractive. Good, good, good. She could, shred, she could shred my six string anytime. And what was she wearing, my friend? I thought, dude, to the seats I was in. So my, I was in the lawn. So you're basically watching on the big screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Probably I'm, something I'm, low. I'm saying Probably that, something low cut. I'm saying that in retaliation to a piece of hate mail that we got. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't exactly hate mail. It was more like a get oh, your act together. Yeah, email. took us to task. Took us to yes, task. Yes, and then we'll get to it at some point, if not today. Yep. But anyway, yeah, my, you know, my sons, know, of course, know Rob Zombie better as a movie director than as a musician. Yeah. Uh, we watched The Monsters together. They were not impressed. I was a pretty big fan of, like, House of a Thousand Corpses when it came out. Oh, we talking about that Monsters remake that he did? Yeah, yeah. Oh, fucking piece out. of shit. See, Jesus. I, 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 I couldn't, you know, I got done watching it. I'm like, oh, that was a movie. Yeah. I didn't, I don't, I didn't hate it that much, but I didn't. Herman Munster had too high of a voice. I couldn't get over it. I couldn't get past it. I mean, it, uh, it, it, did, other, did those things need remaking or making into movies or whatever? Know. Of course they don't. The answer is no. I don't know. No. Anyway, the point is, I'm going to play a song inspired by this show. I'm going to play a ministry song. And ministry songs are very long, but I'm going to let it slide because it's got a great riff. This is from The Land of Rape and Honey, which is like the album where they started to get raunchy as mm-hmm. opposed to kind of like Depeche Mode. Mm-hmm. And this song is called Stigmata. All right.
All right, Tom, that was ministry there, obviously. So, uh, what year? It was like, like 85 or something, was that? 88, maybe? 88, okay. All right. Something like that, I'm, I'm guessing. Yeah, Bauhaus, so, have, Bauhaus have a song called, well, it's called Stigmata Mata, so. Well, it's funny because it's, you know, you've played uh, Killing Joke, and Ministry is definitely a little more metallic version of Killing Joke. There's a lot of crossover there, I think. Yeah. All right, cool. So, anyway, so, all right, tell me about your trip, pal, since I've only got it in a little bit of pictures. Well, hold on a second, but, okay, so you yeah. you you picked up your son in Denver. Yep. You, you flew into that Denver airport because you, you can fly direct. Uh, southwest from, from uh, Grand Rapids to Denver, right? No, uh, Frontier. Frontier, okay, Frontier. All right, it cost so... Me, it cost me $320 for the two of us to fly one way, which I didn't think was too bad. No, it's not bad at all. No, it's all right. I mean, he, he spent over, he spent a 1000 bucks on gas. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Biden. <laughs> yeah. Well, he said he went 5,000 miles. Maybe it wasn't. I don't remember exactly what it was. I would work five hundred you know, miles. You know, Neil, you want to, let me tell you about being a, a parent of adult children. Yes. Because he drove that car 5,000 miles. I mean, I kind of drove on the way home. I drove a lot, but he was tired. He was malnourished. He wasn't feeding himself enough, you know. But uh, we, uh, he got home 5,000 miles in that car. Today he was driving home from his friend's house, and a kid pulled out of the high school on the left turn in front of him, and he smacked the front of the car. Motherfucker. <laughs> I know it. I know it. But you know what? The kid's dad called me on the phone. We're going to get it fixed. It'll be fine. No, but it, that, that is just so ironic that you drive 5,000 really miles and he get hit at home. Yeah. So it's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway. anyway. Um, well, you know, it's funny doing that trip because it, 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 I, I, all I could think was we should just plan this next year. Like with my sons, we had such a great time. His, the highlight of the trip for him was the Grand Canyon. He just loved the Grand Canyon. Never been, man. I would love to. Yeah, do I never that. have either. But I always wanted to. Ever since I yeah. saw that Brady Bunch episode where they went to it, they got like the cursed necklace or whatever. <laughs> cursed, cursed pearl necklace. Cursed from the Indian. <laughs> <laughs> cursed Indian necklace. Or was that the Hawaii episode? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't Maybe know. That was the Hawaii vacation. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um. Yeah, we could all we could all get in a car together and drive down, and then we could stay in San Diego. Be awesome. There um, you go. So, well, okay, so you you met him at Denver, and then you drove home, and you stopped off in Illinois on the way back to see the show. Yep, yep. Okay, cool. Yep. Didn't you go to another show though, or are you going to talk about I, that later? I, we can talk about that later. All right, all right, cool. So, so yeah, so my, uh, as people might know or might not know if they're listening for the first time, because we've apparently we've added a shit ton of new listeners. Um, only most of them are mad at us. I, well, maybe maybe they are, and maybe I, I think every 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 letter we get that's mad at us represents one million listeners. I guess. Uh, all I and we got we've got a few nice ones too in our defense. All I There's can not as much fun. All I, all I can suggest is if you're if after that email you're expecting us to stop doing what we were doing, you're going to be sadly mistaken. So you should probably stop listening. Um, but anyway, like Johnny Ramones hero Ronald Reagan said, if you don't like it, turn it off. Yeah, ex- exactly, exactly. Turn it off. Don't report it to anybody. Just turn it off. It's not for you. It's not for you. It's just not for you. All right. And I and you can't tell me as a sixty year old man what I should do and what I shouldn't do. So, no, anyway, he's gonna die with his boots on, so to speak. Fuck Doc yeah. Martens. Um, so, so yeah, my kid uh, Lydia moved out to San Diego with her boyfriend, who's in the Navy out there, um, and it's getting married. The, yeah, yeah, they yeah they just got engaged, so they'll be getting married probably before the end of the year. Um, oh, really? That quick? That I'm that quick? Yeah. Um, and it's not so what's, what's it's not budget? what you think. What's the budget? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Well, luckily you've met Lydia. She's a very down to earth yeah. girl. It's not going to be any fucking princess yeah, wedding for this princess. It's going to be a six thousand dollar gown and no. champagne flutes. In fact, she's trying. To, she's trying to find a dress that looks like vampires from, <laughs> from nah. the classic va- from no, uh, Plan Nine. Was she married in Illinois or was she married in San Diego? San Diego. Okay. She will get married there at a courthouse. Yeah. Or up in, uh, actually, he's from Petaluma, which is in Northern California, so they might do okay. it there. They might do it there instead, but I don't have a date yet or anything, but anyhow. So she moved out there, probably. It was up in the air when they were going to move, but she ended up moving about six weeks ago, maybe. So um, me and her mom had to, we threw together this trip, and we decided we were going to stay for like, we, we arranged it around the Labor Day holiday. So at work, I would have got the Friday and the Monday off anyway. So I actually only had to take four days off work. So that was pretty cool. So we went like Friday through Sunday. So what is that? Yeah, like nine, ten days, right? Yeah. Um, from the first till the tenth. And um, yeah, it was great. We had a we had a great time. It was strange because she's working, and so is he. Obviously, he's on the he's on the ship every day. And she's working. So, so he gets to go home, but he's on the ship every day. Yeah. He's, he, it's almost like a regular job. He's working okay. right now because he's not, on, he's not on, on, on maneuvers or whatever they call it, right? Sure. He's not in deployment. So he just goes to the ship and does his shit and then comes home at night, you know? Um, but, he, man, it's like 4 o'clock in the morning until 5 or something. It's, it's early stuff. It's hard work. Um, God, but God, the kids look so young, and then they—I mean, I guess they always have been in the in the armed forces, right? Like eighteen, nineteen, but uh, eighteen and nineteen-year-olds in the nineteen forties and fifties looked like they were fifty years old because <laughs> they had, they were yeah. all had mustaches and shit. Whereas these kids these well, days, well, they had they a life expectancy of fifty-two, so they had to figure out, yeah, hard lives. Whereas these kids today, they do look like they're like kids, you know. But anyway, yeah. I digress. Um, so we didn't get to see as much of them as we would have liked. We were, we you know, a lot of it. We only got to see them after they got off work at night or whatever, and sure. uh, and they were pretty beat. But it was fine during the day. Laura and I went out and did uh, tourist stuff, so sure. we had a we had a we had a great time. We did. We tried to we tried to mix it up. We did um, touristy stuff like the zoo and like the uh, Sea World Aquarium and junk like that. Some days, other days, uh, we did record stores. And uh, went to the Tower Bar and met uh, Bones from uh, Lower Class Brats. You know, so that, that's, that's where, he, where works. he works. That's where he works. Yeah, um, classic dive bar. You would love it, hmm. Tom. You would fucking what, love it. What city was that in? That's uh, in one of the northwest suburbs. Okay. I mean, it's in, it's in, it's in the Cindy, uh, San Diego city limits, I believe. So how, how is Bones? Is it like you guys knew each other your whole life? Yeah, seriously. It was awesome. We were pulling into the back. It was like f- his shift was four till eight. <laughs> it was funny. Um, I texted wow, him. a 50-year-old punk rocker working a four-hour shift at a bar. What a, what an adult, huh? Well, no, no. I, actually, I, I take that back. His his shift he said for me was going to be four till eight. Ah. Um, there was actually there was actually going to be a show at the bar that night, which was sold out. Which I think ah. I told you about. I think it was Toxic Holocaust. Oh yeah, the thrash band. Yeah, which I don't know anything yeah. about. But anyway, so that was sold out. So that was so he was actually going to be working till well, two it's a and tiny two a.m. Place, right? Absolutely tiny. Yeah, because Toxic Holocaust is among the new wave of thrash bands. I mean, I'd say they're not as big as Municipal Waste, but they're in that same kind of ballpark. They're mm. well known. And matter of fact, the main guy might even be better known as a producer or a engineer or something i can't remember if you anyway joel grind his name is so anyway they're good you so, wouldn't like them but i like them 
So, I mean, when I was just having the first conversation over text with, with Bones, I'm like, well, how is that possible? I thought you said you worked in a dive bar, and those guys must be playing a big, pretty, pretty big place. And he goes, no, the capacity is 75. So, wow. So that's yeah, they're, from, they're from Portland, I believe. So I guess it sold Our out instantly. So that's why he said to me, come between four and eight. Because he had to work till two, and he was not eight o'clock. Ha- they got to start throwing people out and yep. get their tickets or whatever. He was yeah. not happy about it about having to work this thrash show. He was not, <laughs> he was not thrilled, not yeah, thrilled at all. But anyway, anyway. So what we did that day it was actually pretty cool. We went to um, now San Diego is one of those places where there's the downtown city center, right, where it's like all the store touristy stuff is, where um, the gas lamp district and Little Italy and all that shit. Um, but then there's like neighborhoods on the outskirts. You know, which are which are not so touristy and stuff, and you know, just like any any big city, right? Where students and you know, up and coming neighborhoods or shitty neighborhoods, whatever it's whatever you want. Sure. Um, so we went to I think that day we went to two or three record stores. Uh, I I looked up. I just googled you know record stores San Diego punk. You know, and the first sure. one that came up was a record store called Full Contact. So we drive drove out there first. And when I say this might be, and this is no disrespect to the guy, I'm sure he's he's put his heart and soul into it and his life savings and shit. But it might it might seriously be the worst record store I've ever been what into. Was it, say what it's called again. Full contact. Full contact. Full okay. contact records. It was literally like pulling into someone's tiny, um, tiny house or shed or something. No, shed. Shed's better. It was like pulling into <laughs> someone's shed, and it was just like. Four rooms that almost looked like the rooms had been put together with someone with with fucking uh, I don't know <laughs> uh, what's what what's that stuff that you make walls out of sheetrock or something they just oh, yeah, like yeah. they just put stuff up right these the rooms were all different sizes and shapes and it was just boxes of old records it was all used stuff and um, it, you seriously feel like you might get some kind of disease in there. Because uh, all the records were old and beat up, and what he'd done, all the records were in plastic uh, sleeves. But he'd write what it is and the price actually on the plastic sleeve in Sharpie. Mm. So you couldn't really even see what the record inside of it looked like. Because it was, it was all just, the sleeve was just, you know, the plastic sleeve was just written all over, right? And um, everything was just crammed into bins. There was, like, no organization. He had, like, T-shirts just hanging randomly on the wall. Some of them old. Some of them, you know, some of them were from the 70s and 80s, you know. Probably hmm. expensive band shirts. But there was didn't seem to be any order to the place at all. It was just, like, and it smelled. It was, it was just fucking, it was, it was bizarre. And it was, like, 95 degree. I don't know. It was hot. So, um. <laughs> Didn't, didn't buy, buy, any, didn't, didn't buy, buy anything in there, funnily enough. Didn't Don't you buy anything. feel weird about it? See, that's what I hate it when you go to a place that's too small if you're, like, the only one in there. It's almost like uh, you feel like uh, I almost feel obligated to buy something. Either that or then, like, go to the bathroom and you just sneak out. Well, and again, it, it was so small, though, that if there had been other people in there, it would have been uncomfortable. Because <laughs> you're basically being, like, right in their business. If not, you would have made sure to make it uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> so... So we stayed in there. Laura stayed in there maybe like thirty seconds, and, and I, I, She's I like, did. I'm going to go to the car and I'll play on my phone. <laughs> yeah, even though a bad neighborhood or not, she was going to go outside. Um, I probably stayed about the three minutes. I, I, you know, I don't know, man, because there was no order to anything. You know, it was, uh, it was rough. And maybe I'm giving the guy short trips, and if I am, I apologize. But it was not my. It was like the polar opposite of what loud pizza is. Let's put it that way. Ah, <laughs> uh, gotcha. Yeah. So then. 
Um, we threw out of there, and then we went to Tang. Um, ah, which, yes. Which was in a different up-and-coming suburb kind of thing, or town, or whatever you want to call it. Um, it wasn't what I expected at all. Uh, Tang, no. Tang being the record label and being a name, right? Everyone always says, oh, you have to go yeah. to Tang Records, Tang Records. I expected this place to be big, and it wasn't. It was, it was bigger than a full no. contact for sure, but it was long and thin. Huh. So um, if, there was, if there was more than 15 people in there or 10 people in there, that would have been really crowded too. And it's like, yeah. a, it's like a U-shape. So there's like records in the middle and then records against the wall. And then, like, a walkway if, on either side. I wonder side. if Curtis, the owner, is, like, working there. There was a young, uninterested female working there. Ah. And she couldn't have been less interested in what she was doing or what... People could have been stealing shit, and she wouldn't have cared. Ah, there you go. Yep. Yeah, like the, new, the new generation. Way to go, Gen Z. Yep. Like, she didn't give me a bag. And I said, can I have a bag? And she goes, we don't have any. I'm like, all right, that doesn't sound legit, but whatever. Um... <laughs> So they have a mixture of like old, old class, some old classic OG stuff like pinned up on the wall, but for ridiculous prices. Um, used big used section in the middle, new stuff around the outside, and then towards the back they have all the Tang releases. And you know the Tang releases uh, were only nineteen ninety nine, which these days is a great price, right? They their wholesale or their re. re uh Used to have really great prices for mail order too, but they're I think they're nineteen bucks or something mail order now. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, no, that's good. I mean, it's 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 great, right? So, um, well, bought, when you don't pay your artists, it's a lot cheaper. I to guess, do I guess, I guess. So I bought a couple things. I um, the only street dogs I've really heard are the first two, but uh, I I never I had Seven Hill on CD. I never had it on vinyl, so they mm-hmm. had that there for nineteen ninety nine. So I bought that. And um, Slaughter and the Dogs' first album, do it dog style. Yeah, classic. I should have you picked me up a copy of that because you asked me, do you want anything over there? And there was a couple things, but I never got back to you on it. Yeah, and, that, and, and, that, I, and the, the the business and Dropkick movies did a split on Tang that's pretty good too. Oh, is that right? Is, what was like that? Was that an LP. album? Was that an album? Was it a ten inch or something? No, it was an LP. Okay. Because I did see the I did see the business, but it was, I think it was Hardcore Hooligan was the business one they had, uh, which, I, which out, I already have. Tang put out one on was the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Oh, that uh, one, yeah, I know Tang. that one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is actually a pretty good. That's record. a good album. Yeah, mid nineties, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a if good you're album. Into, you know, hardcore right wing music like us, Neil. <laughs> Apparently, I think Nazis like we are. Oh my uh, gosh! So that that guy irritates me too. What if that's the same guy who wrote the letter to the punk news that got that whole thing started? Which guy is this? The guy who tagged us about how we don't disavow right wing stuff strong enough, or something like that. That freaking oh. punker Bjart or whatever his name is, the Norwegian dude. <laughs> I saw you commented on it, so I know you know who he is. I, I do. Mean, yeah, I didn't know. Out of his way to tag us in a post about yeah, might be. This might be something the Punk Delight like podcast would like. Well, yeah, I mean, I like a lot. What's those bands he mentioned? I do like, yes. Yeah, stupid and fucking And he, he didn't call us Nazis or anything. He just said, we, you know, there's consequences to your words. You're not disavowing. It's like, we disavow everything that's stupid. And that includes your stupid left-wing sloganeering, you retard. Oh, I see, I, I left a comment, and I didn't look at his reply. I couldn't even be bothered to give him wow, that time just, of day. You know, 
Words have consequences. Well, empty sloganeering doesn't apparently. So shut up. I, well, anyway. I, and I don't know what words. I, like I, I said, I wonder if it's the same dude who wrote the punk music. I, I mean, as, you know, he's Norwegian. Well, it might be. Yeah, it might be the same guy. Fucking asshole. What um, would that whole shit show up? I don't know. What? Whatever, dude. You know what? You know, I just—it's so obnoxious. He literally tagged us in like a Facebook post. Yep. Like to to throw shade on us. He did. He did. Indeed, like, he whatever. did. He did, yes. Why don't you come here and talk to me like a real man so I can knock your Norwegian ass in two ways from Sunday? <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't believe in violence. I'm Meanwhile, sure. the guy's a Viking. He's like 6'6". Six, six, <laughs> just picked me up by the neck. I don't, I don't think so, but anyway. Um, anyway, dude, I, I, I mean, I don't know what your beef is with us. I mean, I'm sorry that you don't think we're disavowing. I mean, we, we've never taken right-wing positions on anything. I said over and over i never voted for donald trump or supported donald trump or anything else but just the fact that i say it really doesn't matter apparently is the same as condoning because the guy who's president now is doing a super good job he's excellent he's sharp as a tag and you know what musically some of the bands that he quote like what bands that he even mentioned i don't even remember what bands he mentioned but yeah well, I mean, it's like, like combat, combat 84 anti-heroes stuff like that yeah you mean ones that people have rumored to be white right well, wing, but i've never i've never i've never proved again, a fucking thing well it's like your other buddy neil anything <laughs> slightly to the right of chairman mao is considered right-wing extremist yeah yep yeah <laughs> anything idiot. even semi-reasonable is considered right-wing extremist Anyway, like I said, you know, we, we, we try to point out stupidity where we see it, no matter which side of the freaking aisle it sits on, and, and support no any kind of political organization of any type. Stupidity and hypocrisy. I, was, I support public beatings for all politicians. That's the only policy <laughs> I support. Public beatings for everybody. Um, anyway. Anyway. anyway, so I'm in Tang Records, and so I see those. Boy, I, boy maybe I do have a lot of pent-up. Yeah, you do. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you do. So I'm in Tang. So anyway, I, I get those two records, and they got the Slaughter and the Dogs, the original from '77, in on Decca. But yeah. I was like, this is 19 bucks, and it's on yellow vinyl, and whatever. I just wanted to get something, so I bought those two. Laura found some posters that she liked, so we went through there. Um, the used section. They she's had not, some. She's not. She's not going to cover up the artwork of hers. No, she could, but she did get me a Marcy poster. She's a what a good oh, kid. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Nice. And uh, she bought a Doors poster for the guy that was looking after our cats, which was very nice. Ah, of her, I was wondering what you do with your worthless yeah. cat. I mean, your wonderful <laughs> blessings of oh, cats, dude. So the flight out, the the, fir- the first devil cat, Helena. Yeah, I mean that was Lydia's cat, so we had to take yeah. the cat. Have you ever taken an animal on a flight? Oh, so you did. So you did take the cat to her. <laughs> we I thought you did. Was with you. That's a lot of fun to take an animal on a plane. So what um, do they? They just like throw in the basement into the plane and kick it. No, you have to. It counts as one of your carry-ons, and it sits under your seat. Oh, is that right? Yep. Yep. Oh, I'd be so annoyed if I had to sit next to somebody carrying a cat. No, well, well, actually, no. She was good as gold. You wouldn't have even known she was there. I suppose. Yeah, I mean, and now dogs. I could see that being a problem, but no. She. What didn't. about my What about my support horse, Neil? My <laughs> mental support horse. Well, that uh, that's the funny thing. I think if you say it's a support animal, they they have to let it on, not ah. even as a, not even as a carry on. I think so. Um, but anyway, so yeah, we had to travel and then do the swap over in Denver and take her all the way to uh, San Diego. Which again, she was as good as gold. But I don't think it did her particularly well because, as you know, planes are fucking freezing, and the poor little thing well, doesn't, doesn't the, have any the hair. Pressurizing the pressurizing in yep. the head and all that. That we kind of yeah. know what's going on. She's probably like, "What is going on here, dude?" Yeah, and then she's thrown into a brand new place with uh it's like 95 degrees in there most of the time well i so. assume she's glad to see lydia though 
Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I I think so. But she was so used to living here with the other hairless beast, and you know my other uh, cats, and having the run of the place. So, so you're down to three now. We're down to two. Or just one regular cat and one evil cat. But I think we're gonna get another evil cat. Well, all cats are all cats are evil. One fuzzy evil cat and one, <laughs> one hairless. One regular evil cat, and then one. But well, it's th- funny that new that new hairless one you have, that new mm-hmm. sphinx cat or whatever it is. The Tigers used to have a pitcher, and he still pitches. He's a very, very popular pitcher, very famous pitcher. His name was Matt Scherzer. Mm-hmm. Max Scherzer. He had two different colored eyes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, your cat does. has two different colored eyes. She does. She's got a green one. And, uh, he does, I should say. I missed you. I was going to say it's a he, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 it's a he, Henry, yeah. Um, yeah uh, listen, one green, one blue. On the, I look forward to sleeping on the air mattress on your floor and having the cat sick my balls. <laughs> Well, we're gonna get another one too, another Sphinx. <laughs> Henry, oh, Henry, Henry, need, Henry needs someone to play with. <laughs> Dude, you're never gonna be able to afford to move to San Diego if you keep wasting all your money on these stupid, expensive cats. <laughs> no, man, they're great. Anyway, so yeah, so we flew we flew Helena out to uh, out to Lydia. So mm. yeah, um, it cost another 140 bucks for the uh, for the privilege of doing that. But what can you do? So is that regular carry-on price, or is that yes? The- that's the carry-on price for taking wow. a pet on board the plane. Yep. Oh, for a pet, for a pet, yep. okay, for a pet. specifically a pet. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah, okay. I mean, otherwise, I mean, otherwise, Southwest really good because you get two free check bags and really? a ca- and a carry-on and a personal item. So it's a one of the only airlines that treats you like a human being. So these days. Southwest is is a discount too, right? Like it's a discount, it's but as, it's a discount. Not but as bare it's, bones, as right? Allegiant, but. It's not. It's not as. Uh, it's not as junky as uh, Allegiant or Sprint, right? Dude, I watch these stupid movies even set in the eighties, and they have a bar and the plane and like these big lounges. It's like, ugh. Dude, it flying is used to, flying used to be something that was classy. I fly these cheap flights. We're literally like humans it was just like humans <laughs> stuffed into a sausage casing. <laughs> flying you know ugh. on a plastic seat that's like no bigger than uh... Pretty much. You can smell the yeah. vomit from the kid that was in there before you. Ugh. Yeah. Good times, so, man. Get the so, bats, beats beats driving. 15 hours, I guess, right? I don't know. At least you we're, got some flying out. we're flying out. Uh, two weekends, we're flying out again. We're going with the, Scott and his wife for their anniversary. We're flying down to Savannah, Georgia. So How, how long for? On a Tybee Island, a little party island down there. How long for? Uh, just like a long weekend. Because I'm trying to But book. once again, it's like a two-hour flight, you know? Yeah, yeah, two-hour flight. I mean, we get on the plane in the morning. We're there by, you know, early afternoon. So I'm, I'm assuming so. San, San Diego would be, I guess, if you flew direct, would be four hours. But because it was like two-hour flight, two two-hour flights, you know, with a, with a layover in between is what we had to do. So a direct would be fine, I think. Direct would be fine. Anyway, where were we? Yeah, Tang. Jesus. <laughs> You got me off yes, talking that's what astronauts man. drink. Yeah. That's what astronauts drink. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so I'm, I'm in like there. like a nice Tang and vodka. I'm looking at the used stuff, and it was ridiculously priced, man. You know, they had a copy of the Dead, Dead Boys first was sixty bucks. You know, Young Lion and Snotty, mm-hmm. they wanted sixty bucks for it, and you know that just stuff and like you've got that. Two so, versions. You probably got two copies of that. I do. I do have an original and a, and one of those colored represses from a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah like I, I said, they had a lot of good rare stuff on the walls, but the prices were ridiculous. So um, I bought the two albums. Laura bought two posters. The girl behind the counter couldn't have been less less interested in what we were doing or you know whatever i mean did you have to go like <clears throat> to even get her to like acknowledge it yeah she had to look up from her phone yeah because like, i was like nice. i want i would like to buy this place <laughs> could i please make a purchase at this place of business yes. i could have just walked but because i had no bag when i went back in again to get laura i could have just been fucking stealing shit right because there was no bag so weird uh there you go. so i put a sticker in there 
So there's a sticker by the counter because, again, she couldn't care less. So one of our stickers is in there. Um, Excellent. And after that, we drove to Tower Bar because I was thirsty as hell at this point because it was 90 degrees. Um, Tower Bar, I guess it's been that building has been there since 1917 or some shit. Hmm. Uh, It's round on the front and then with like a long bit off the side to the back where the where the bands play where oh. the stage is um it was so funny walking in there because it was it was kind of like cheers so we pull in the parking lot and i told bones what time i was going to be there and bones is like loading uh bottles into the back so he was in the parking lot too so i met him like hmm. immediately as soon as we parked the car and uh so that was cool so we got talking and then we went in and uh sat at the bar and it was like three other old punk rockers sitting at the bar along along with us that we immediately got talking to and i think one of them uh has started listening to the podcast she said because he gave her a sticker and he gave her um you know because i I was pending stickers to everybody uh so yeah it's um you know what liars club was like it's like a it's like a business card right the stickers basically our business card exactly right that that, 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 that's exactly what it's been so imagine you went to liars club with me in chicago so yep, yep. this would be about the same size as Liars Club. If Liars Club was the bar area was like a circle and was a little fatter, hmm. but with like a longer, thinner kind of no, no. Dude, you see Zero Boys played there last weekend. What Elias? Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that. Yeah, but again, like a two a.m. show or some shit. Um, yeah, Poor yeah, yeah. I think it was. So anyway, he said the capacity is seventy-five. So yeah, that's insane. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's less than, like, my little local that you come and drink yeah. at with us. Yeah, tip-top, yeah. For sure. Uh, so, uh, but anyway, yeah. we, but it was fun as hell. Bones was great. He was the only one behind the counter. He was shooting the shit with me for, you know, a good half hour, just about different things. Um, cool as can sure. be. Cool cat, you know. Uh, wasn't looking forward to Toxic Holocaust. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it was it was just good talking music with him and stuff. He changed the they were playing Spotify and he changed it up, so he was playing one of his Spotify playlists and oh, it was just cool. Hmm. Everybody in there was just mega cool. So I had a couple of cool. hams. He had hams tall boys too, which was unusual. Nice. You don't see those very often. Boy, you know, all of a sudden you're drinking my stuff. Hmm. Mm. Seriously, I am. I'm pretty much only buying like hams these days. <laughs> give me it cheap and. Oh, yeah. Chief Adult is like the prostitutes I like. No. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so we stayed in there for an hour and a half or something. And but that was on Wednesday, I think. Uh, we were going to try and come back because he was then he was leaving to go see his girlfriend in Pittsburgh or something for a couple of days, but was going to be back on Friday. So we were going to try and see him in there again on Friday and bring Lydia in, but it just didn't work out. We just couldn't work it out with the with their work schedules and shit. So sure, yeah. And I said, I, I asked him. I said, "Well, Bones, did you listen to did you listen to the podcast that we did with you?" No. Well, maybe you should listen <laughs> to this one, the Derwood from Generation X. No, I don't listen to anything. He said, "I've just got I've got a, a room full of vinyl, and I don't listen to I don't have CDs, I don't stream anything, and I don't listen to podcasts." It's like, oh, okay. Oh, there you go. There you go. I mean, you have to respect the purists, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, thanks for doing it with us then, I guess, if, considering you're never yeah. going to listen to it, but anyway. Well, considering we had him on, and then we had no idea when the record was going to come out. Yeah. Yeah, and it's still not digital, I don't think. The last time I checked, anyway, they still didn't have MP3s up. Because I guess anyway, it's just record, not... guys. Check it out. Yeah. Tales of the Wild, the Ugly, and the Damned. Yeah. Just, class brats. just not important to him, I guess. There you go. Um, but, okay, so I should play a song. We haven't played a song in a while. 
So I am yeah. gonna I'm gonna play from one of the records I bought a Tang. I'm gonna play Seven Hill by Street Dogs. This is off their actually it's the name of their first album, right? So uh yeah, Street Dogs, Seven Hill. Seven Hill my starting point Down the beach with a few bears Didn't know what life had in for us Starting out at St. Margaret's Up there on that lonely hill I got my shot in 7 Hill. Uh, Tom, remind me, who is, what's the connection between um, uh, Murphy's Law and uh, Lower Street Class? Dogs, and Street Dogs. Dogs. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, Drop, Jesus Christ. Uh, Dropkick Murphy's Mike and Street Mc, Dogs, Mike, yeah. Mike Mc, Mc, oh man, why am I blanking on his name? But Mike, the singer, was the original, the singer for Street Dogs is the original singer for Dropkick Murphy's. 
And I think essentially what happened was he was a fire dispatcher or worked for the fire department or something in Boston. It was like a good union job, and I just think he was afraid to take the leap, so he left the band, and hmm. Al Barr took over. McColgan, I think his last name is. So was that when uh, Dropkick Murphys were actually good? Well, he sang on the first two records. On those are your favorite the, ones, right? The first record is the best by far. It's called Do or Die. The second one was called what? Sing Loud, Sing Pro. No, no. I thought this. I thought the second the one was all like, here. Gang's all here. Yeah, the like the soldier the on the cover, one, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Then Sing Loud, Sing Proud. Al Bar came on, and that was also the last album with the original guitar player uh, Rick Barton, who was in the Outlets, and he's kind of a legendary Boston guy. So those are the two yeah. best Dropkick Murphys albums, I assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it, it, the gangs out here was actually not, I don't think, nearly as good as... as uh, Do or Die. Do or Die, but it's all—it's very good, though. It's very good. Uh, but yeah, the like, first one's... The, do, do, you, do you like Street Dogs? I do, I do. Yeah. I even like their last album from, like, 2015 or whatever. I think they might have got canceled. I think Mike might have got canceled. But it's funny, you know, Dropkick Murphys are going around now with no singer... Except for Ken. And I'm like, why don't they call Mike up? Maybe Mike can go out with him for a little bit. All right. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah, what's he doing? Or then? any or anyone else other than Ken. <laughs> Anybody else, yeah. Get that guy, that the freaking rapist guy from the casualties. Jorge. <laughs> just, yes, kidding. just kidding. Just <laughs> kidding. Just kidding. They can get him together with just insane. And uh who else? Yeah, well, super group. The super group. <laughs> the super rapey group. Yes, yes, they're called the Chloroform Boys, Neil. <laughs> That's a great Bill, name. Bill That's Cosby. a great name Bill, for a band. <laughs> Bill Cosby does a short spoken word intro on their album. <laughs> Jared a great, from yeah. Subway. Jared from Subway has a cameo. Anyway. And Jimmy Savile. Right. Yeah. Um We're getting way too far. See Jimby Savile, I don't know who he is, but that's all right, we're getting way too far off the beaten path now. We can talk that's about Jim, we talk about Jimmy Savile another time. Uh, I know, I think so, we before, but that's all right. Yes. I don't remember uh so okay, so yeah, Street Dogs. So do you you like Street Dogs? Um, they were one of the few I do, bands. I do like them. I do like. Matter of fact, I think after about two thousand five or so, or I don't know what year, they were making. They were definitely like doing what you'd hope Rocky Murphys were still doing. Yeah, you know what I mean, just making good like punk rock records, a little bit of street punk, you know. So they were one of the few bands I've ever seen who I'd never heard of before, and I saw them opening up. And was so impressed with the set that I went to the merch booth and bought an album and bought a T-shirt like immediately. Hmm. So yeah, that was uh, they play they played with who's that who's the fake Irish band with uh, the guy from Speedway? Uh, not Speedway, a Fastway. Fastway. Flogging uh, Molly. Flogging Molly. He was, yeah, he was, he was born in Dublin, dude. Yeah, I know he was, but the rest of the band wasn't. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah. So it was, I, I guess they're not as fake Irish as the Dropkick Murphys, but, you know. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, they're definitely not. But anyway. But the they Dropkick were, Murphys were better before they tried so hard to be fake Irish, when they were just doing, like, the street punk thing. They didn't have the fucking stupid bagpipes and shit? Well, a little bit of bagpipe, but not, like, a full-time piper. Right. Anyway. Full-time piper. I've um, seen Dropkick a lot of times, and they need a singer. You need a singer, guys. Get on it, even though you're selling a million records. If they all can't, or they're, I don't know if they're kind of forcing them out or what. I don't know. I don't know. All right. So the next day, so when I was asking around, actually, when I was talking to um, the other punk rockers at the the Tower Bar, I I just told them what record stores I'd been to. And um, 
It's funny, Bones was saying, yeah, I agree with you about Tang. He goes, yeah, they have a lot of good original stuff, but it's so fucking overpriced. So, mm. so yeah, Bones said. But and anyway. if you remember the Bones episode, listeners, beloved listeners, uh, he was a music lover, man. He was, like, he'll talk, like, Bones could talk music all day. Mm-hmm. And all different kinds of rock and roll and punk. Yep. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's apparently got, he's not deep. modern. Apparently not modern thrash. So. No, 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 no. He go, but he goes deep, man. He goes back to like the early seventies and a lot of his stuff that he likes. Huh. So yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty cool talking to him. Um, so what was it? Oh yeah. So they told me they go to another record store called Red Brontosaurus, which is a horrible name. But I was like, these people are recommending it, so let me look mm. that up. So the next day. We went to Red Brontosaurus, which was, again, was in another one of these up-and-coming, and you know what up-and-coming means, right? It's shady. Music could go either way. It's, yeah, shady, exactly. as, it's shady as fuck, but, you know, yeah. whatever. Um, so we went there, and this was another one. This is another one. wasn't as bad as uh, as Full Contact, but it wasn't great. It was more of a store, at least. It actually looked like a store. But it was just that the, the records were thrown in haphazard. Everything seemed used and dirty and just kind of shitty. And it was just crap on the floor. And it was old amps and stuff like that. And um, and we went that when I think Lydia took the day off. I think that must have been Thursday or something. And she bought something. And I was still looking at the bins as she was buying it, and there was this old guy behind the counter who looked like he looked like the um, the comic book guy from The Simpsons, your favorite, right? That's what he uh, looked like. That's like what he certain, looked like. Like a certain pop punk singer from the yes. 90s? Yes, 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 yes. Um, overweight, big old gray beard and long, straggly gray hair and stuff, right? So he, you know, but he was sitting. It's his store, what you know, whatever. But he had a lot of modest sure. mouse stuff. A lot of Modest Mouse singles, out al- the album stuff. But you and mean City Mouse? City Mouse. I'm sorry, City Mouse. Let me fix Modest you here. Yeah, yeah. Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, I remember yeah. this story. Yeah, yeah, you told me this. Um, so City Mouse, yeah. And I had in the local band section. And as Lydia was buying a thing, I was like, hey, I thought I thought uh, City Mouse were from Michigan. And he goes, well, I would know, seeing as they're my band. And it was only then that I put two and two together that we had just seen him play when you were here. Yeah, we had just seen City Mouse like two months ago, and I was like, "They start out in Riverside, California, which I don't know where that is." Hmm. But she's moved all over, and she's the band now, no matter what this old codger has to say. So, (laughs) but but he was the guitarist that was on the right, like the older guy. Did they get a seat for him at one point? I think maybe. It was funny because he was, yeah, he was a big fat guy, but he played a fine V, and he was awesome. Like he shredded on the guitar. Oh yeah, yeah, no doubt. So he goes, yeah, they're my band. And I was like, holy shit, I just saw you. I just saw you guys at, uh, you know, in, in Grand Rapids. I mean, it was Rapids. like March, right? Yeah. yeah. And he didn't really remember it until I told him, because he thought it was somewhere else. And I said, no, it was a Pyramids. pyramids. Oh, fuck. What's going on with the internet? Oh, we're back anyway. It doesn't matter. So there you go. Um, mm. You can hear me, right? Yeah, yeah, it lost, okay. lost for a minute. There. Okay, yeah, Someone yeah, yeah. It did, it did the beep thing for a minute. Um, so yeah, so he didn't remember where it was at first, and I said pyramid scheme, and he's like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. We had a we had a different bass player that night. We had the guy from Pears or whatever. Pears, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's right. Exactly. And I said, I said, yeah, you. Everybody was fucking drunk out of their minds, and he goes, no, man, we were all high on mushrooms. I was like, oh, that's that's great. <laughs> That's punk rock right Man, there. Man, <laughs> how are we supposed to compete with that with PBR? <laughs> yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, anyway, yeah. I was like, well, it was so, it's such a small world, though. 
that I just happened yeah. in this record store because someone suggested it, and it's owned by the guy from uh, from City Mouse. Uh, so, but anyway, I. So then you then you felt compelled to buy something. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> what did Lydia buy? Anything good? Um, Some no. kind of crazy death rock. Uh, no, stuff. like I said, they had a bit of everything, including old DVDs. Um, from looked like they were from the fucking mid nineties that there was some old Chinese lady looking through <laughs> and weird Japanese video games, which mm. seemed very, vaguely pornographic. And, uh, Lydia, mm. bought, Lydia bought one Only of those, vaguely. Lydia bought one oh, of those. So that's what she bought. So it was like five bucks and had some like porno picture on the, on the sleeve or something. And, uh, and, and the sad thing is we bought that for like five bucks and then we left and he immediately took that five bucks and went to like the juice store next door and was buying some kind of juice drink so it was, uh, like, it was like he was waiting for to get paid to get some money so we could go and buy a drink it was uh, uh nobody you know nobody uses cash these days i guess i guess well i don't think he had the ability to take cards or anything <laughs> it looked like the store had been there since the 1920s um uh, anyway <laughs> So those were the three record stores I went to in San Diego. I meant to go to more, but I felt bad dragging Laura around to a lot of these places. You know? Ah, yeah, yeah. You know? um, well, the the other thing, and maybe you were going to discuss this. I don't want to. I don't want to rail- railroad you here, but man, you went to a lot of skate shops, right? Uh, no, that was a really. I only went to. Did I go to two or did I go to one? Oh, I swear! I thought I saw pictures of several. There following was, your travel log no those might have been the same skate shop so okay so oh, okay. long story short on that one so um one of the big manufacturers in the 80s and they're still going was gns right okay um okay. neil blender skated for them i mean they weren't as they weren't as big as powell or santa cruz but they were still a pretty sure. big one you know um sure. and um so I'd always known that GNS, and they were originally a surfboard manufacturer, and then they went into skateboards in the late seventies, right? Um, in fact, some of the some of the biggest pros in the seventies rode GNS, like Stacy Peralta, who was the Peralta from Powell Peralta. So he rode yep. he rode GNS back in the seventies. So they've been around for ages. So I knew their warehouse and their manufacturing was in San Diego. So I just happened to look it up before I left. Just wondering, you know, maybe we'll go over there and maybe they've got a factory tour or something I could do. So I think it was like the first Saturday. We just drove over there on the way to La Jolla and um, because it was halfway there. And um, little did I know, this was uh, one of the main old school skate shops on the web. I think it's called skatesupply.com. That is actually hmm. based out of that GNS because warehouse. Because it was huge. It looked huge. Yeah, that was based out of that GNS warehouse. And um, so we went in there, and they just had a shit ton of, like, old-school boards, both originals and reissues and stuff for sale on the walls all over the place. Um, the one guy who was working there took me in the back, showed me some of the GNS warehouse stuff. In fact, he, he the board the board I bought, which was a Neil Blender coffee break from, like, 1986, which, super rare board. Um, he just He said Neil Blender had been there that day previously to sign stuff, so I got a signed one. So uh, mm. I was super psyched on that. I think it was like 160 bucks or something, but whatever. Oh, um, that's not that bad. That no. doesn't seem that bad. Um, huh. Well, no, it was... I a, mean, you, you need it like another hole in the head, but still. No, it was a short run reissue. It wasn't an original from the 80s, because those, mm. go for, those go for thousands. They did a short run reissue mm. of like 200, and um, 
So anyway, so I, I, I got that, but man, I was in there for mm. like, I was in there for like an hour, hour and a half, just talking to people. Cause one thing I found, um, and, and this might sound like a complete generalization, but pretty much everybody I met in San Diego was just so fucking friendly compared to how people, people are in Chicago. Every like and Laura said it too in all the stores and stuff. Everybody is just so friendly and laid back. It's that freaking. It's the vitamin D, dude. <laughs> it must be. It's, it, the it's something. Seriously. It's got to be. Yeah, it's got to be the sunlight. Um, and the and the beautiful. Like well, Lydia the said, is, like you were talking San Diego and you're talking like up and coming neighborhoods, like rough neighborhoods. I mean, a rough neighborhood in San Diego ain't like a rough neighborhood in Chicago or Detroit, right? Well, I'm assuming in L.A. you'll I mean, still you'll still get shot, LA. but you know, no, it's well, not yeah, L.A. L.A.'s an hour away, you know, or two hours more, away. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, San Diego. You think of the zoo. You think of the Navy. Yep. I mean, I'm trying to think what else you just like heaven on earth. That was, I mean, that was another bad, uh, another thing I was actually going to comment on was the homeless because there was a lot of homeless downtown San Diego because you know why mm. not right you go out there the weather's fucking perfect you can sleep I mean, outside. I just start walking if I were homeless I'd just start walking dude walking yeah. south right. I mean you could because you can sleep outside all all year round because it doesn't get below sure, sixty sure. right. But um, the homeless they don't they don't bother you like they do in Chicago like in Chicago you've mm. seen they're incredibly fucking uh, confrontational yeah. And they'll go actually yeah. on the street at the red light in between cars begging, you know. Whereas yeah. here, they didn't, they're just there. They're just there sitting on the sidewalk. They don't really fucking huh. bug you. And, and again, I don't know. Everyone just seems so fucking happy. And I'm sure Maybe people... Maybe they're on the dole, dude. They're in California. <laughs> I'm sure people are going to write in and say, no, <laughs> some of the bombs are terrible here or whatever. But, um, you know, the ones... Well, I mean, in San Francisco is notoriously as aggressive, Yeah, you know, True. stab you. Yeah, up on the sidewalk. Yeah, the homeless. I, I didn't. Okay, and one guy I saw. This was the most epic homeless guy I've ever seen. He was. Um, it was that day that I went to the Irish pub and then went to the uh, tried to go to that punk rock brewery or whatever. That I don't know if you saw that conversation I had with the guy. It was like the least punk rock thing I've ever been to. But anyway, no, I don't um, remember that. But that's all right. We'll get to that in a second. So anyway, we, we park. That's one thing about San Diego. Parking is a fucking nightmare. Yeah, I kind of wondered about that. Yeah, so like the record stores no... have their own parking lots. Well, because they were in, they were in those like other weird parks. They were parks. in the city. They were okay. in, they they were in these other neighborhoods. It wasn't. But if you want to go to a good restaurant downtown or something, you're screwed. Huh? You have to. You're gonna be really fucking lucky to find a parking space. Um, and but, even then, I mean, it's not like it's a free parking space. You gotta have. You probably got a new app on your phone for the San Diego or yeah, whatever. Huh? It it was cheap compared to Chicago, but it was still a pain in the ass. Uh, mm. But uh, but anyway, on the sidewalk, I saw this epic bum, man. He was like uh, what you would imagine from your bum from like the 1930s. He had the long, gray, straggly <laughs> hair, the long, gray beard. He had a stick with a te- like a, all his stuff tied into a handkerchief. No, no, dude. He was like sitting on the sidewalk, cross-legged. He was literally wearing rags. His shirt, were like, his shirt was like rags tied together. <laughs> and on his feet, he wasn't wearing shoes. He had gloves on his feet. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I guess because the sidewalks what? Well, so he had gloves on his feet. It was fucking epic. Um, there you go. I went back you, to you give feel him like my- walking over to it to give him a dollar just because he looks so badass. I did. Uh, I, I, I was going to go back, but he'd moved. He shuffled off somewhere, I guess, in his gloves on his gloved mm. feet. He like, wandered off. So, uh, <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, so we we went to that day. Because Lydia said she wanted to go to a pub with us. So we found an English pub. I don't know how I do it, but I find an English pub wherever we go. Um, sure. Funnily enough, was owned by a guy from Liverpool who used to live oh, in... Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Used right. to live in the Chicago suburbs. It's just such a weird coincidence. 
Um, mm. So we went in there for lunch, had a pint. It was it was nice in there. And then somebody had told us about this punk rock. Actually, he'd stopped Lydia as we were walking to the English place. He said, you should go to this uh, punk rock brewery right over there. Uh, it's great. So whatever. We well, checked it out. I'm going to say that the general public's idea of what's punk rock is not necessarily the same as what it is. Well, she was, yeah, she was wearing a social distortion shirt. So he was like, social distortion, mm-hmm. you'd like this place. And um, it was... You know, it was the tap room or whatever, you know, the sure. front front end of the brewery. And it was so clean, it was almost antiseptic. And they didn't have, like, old mm. flyers on the wall. They had some, like, wallpaper that obviously they paid a lot of money for with a lot of, like, old-looking punk photographs on it. Yes. And mm-hmm. um, maybe the beer was okay. I have no idea. But it was uh, it was expensive. And uh, the woman behind the counter, even though the place was empty, she couldn't have paid any less attention to us at all. So we just fucking got up and walked out. <laughs> Went back to see Homeless Glove Man. Apparently she didn't think you were a germ-free adolescence for antiseptic <laughs> no. atmosphere. And anybody that lives in mm. San Diego, that Homeless Glove Man, it was on the corner of India and uh, I think Fifth or something <laughs> like that. So you should look him up because he was Neil fucking epic. meant to give him a fiver, so you should if yeah, you so, see him. This was, so you've heard of Epic Beard Man? This was Epic Glove Man, I'm going to call him because he, mm-hmm. he, was, he was awesome. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, I'm mixing mm. up my timeline here. Um, let's see other things from San Diego. So yeah, we did the zoo. The zoo is amazing. The best zoo I've ever been to. Um, so that if, takes all day, and you don't even see it all, right? Exactly. And and it, there's so much. It's free parking. Believe it or not, fucking free parking. Yeah, at, you told me zoo. what you paid to get in. They can afford to throw in some free parking. Yeah, sixty bucks was actually cheap, man. For that place, yeah. that place is fucking epic, and you get like a, uh, you, can, you can go on like a bus tour. You can do all this stuff with no added mm. fees. You can even bring oh, food cool. and drink in, which is you oh, know really? right, yeah. How cool that's good. That? I like to I like to give uh, contraband food to the animals. <laughs> <laughs> you ever see a monkey eat a tater tot? <laughs> Very so, fun. Anyway. I mean, they don't have pandas. They used to have pandas. So the last time I was there a few years ago, they had pandas. I guess China got angry at Trump ah, and took the pandas back. back but ah. but still, it was the best. It's it not even close to being the best zoo I've ever I mean, I mean it's definitely the, the best zoo the, I've ever been that, to. That's the legend, right? Like, I, I've, I've never been there, but that, no, I believe it. That's I mean, it's cool. massive. It's massive. You almost have to go, right? Yeah, you have to go. You have to go to Alcatraz or whatever. Yeah. So you almost have to. That's cool. But the funny thing is... Um, and, well, this wasn't funny, actually. It was kind of tragic, because Laura almost had a panic attack about it. But as you're, dri- <sighs> as you're driving there, so one thing about San Diego, as much as I like it, the signage on the highways is all so fucking confusing. Because <sighs> there's the 8 and the 5, and there's this and there's that, and they all intersect. And there's all these, like, long overpasses and bridges and shit. And they all... And so you'll be on the inside lane, which here is the slow lane. Fine, we don't know where we're going, we'll be in the slow lane, right? And all sure. of a sudden, oh, this is an exit lane. And then you've got to fucking get over to the left, otherwise you're fucked and you're on some other street that you don't know where the fuck you are. And then that, so if you, but if you do want to get on that exit lane, you get in the exit lane, fine. All of a sudden that exit lane splits to north or south. And you're like, well, now I'm completely fucked. Because even if you have GPS, oftentimes GPS is like maybe 20 seconds behind. Yeah. But by that time, You've you've either made the decision whether to go left or right, right? So mm-hmm. most of the time it doesn't matter. You'll find your way back. But on the way to the zoo, the way you get off on the highway, you get off and it's like a two lane road, and no three lane road. So we get into one in the middle, which seems safe. All of a sudden, there's a sign, zoo in the right lane. 
and all of a sudden then the left the left two lanes turn and we're like well fuck we couldn't get in the right lane at this point because it was too it was too busy so we have to go to the left the left leading to a military base <laughs> so ah, so we're driving up to a fucking military base i'm like laura make a u-turn she goes i can't and so we're driving to the military base. Oh, so Suddenly, she drives. She drives. She she she's horrible at directions. So she was driving ah, so. most. She was driving most of the time, and I was trying to be the human GPS. Um, gotcha. So we're suddenly at this military base, and the soldiers come running at us because I guess we don't have the correct pass yeah. or plates on our car Guns or something. Drawn. So she immediately fucking panics like crazy, and uh, and yeah, we just took we just took the wrong turn. But who the fuck puts the zoo? And the military base right next to each other. It didn't make any somebody's fucking gotta, sense. Somebody's got to guard those animals, Neil. But they, they fucking took it really serious. They took a driver's license. We explained that we just took a long, wrong turn on the highway. And, you know. I these, mean, you can't be the only people who've ever. Right, done exactly. That. that has to happen like 20 times a day. Because, again, the signage is just so fucking bad. Those for guys, the, military, the army guys are so bored. They're just like, ugh. Yeah, but they took a driver's <laughs> license, ran it around the plates. They do all this stuff. I don't know what they were expecting out of, like, you know two old looking white people you know <laughs> but anyway Dude, so but yeah she was she was typical, really typical right-wing terrorist she was really shaken by that actually she was uh, thought she was <laughs> going to get arrested and off. i'm like dude no this, this probably happens about 30 times a day you know see the excitement they uh, get. well but now you're on the record now they have your information yeah hmm. so what other things i want to talk about record stores tower bar happy homeless guys uh bad signage uh, yeah right you're on, keep going um another song i'll play a song I'll play Slaughter and the yep. Dogs, uh, one of their classics off their first album, Do It Dog Style. Uh, Where have all the boot boys gone? Which you nice. will, everybody should know that one, right? So, yeah, Slaughter and the Dogs here coming at you. <laughs> Where are all the boys? 
okay, the boys from Manchester, they're slaughtering the dogs with uh, where have all the boot boys gone. And it was funny, the two records mm. I bought from uh, Tang, slaughtering the dogs and street dogs. So there you go. I thought that was kind of epic. Not bad, uh, not bad for a cat person. Exactly, exactly. So anyway, so that was my trip. It was 10 days. It was fantastic. We did a lot of stuff. We did all the touristy stuff, plus went to a lot of dive places, plus went to... Uh, you know, hung out with the kid a lot. The neighborhood she lives in, it's called El Cajon. It's like a north, it's north of the city, north and east of the city. She I, just got like a little one bedroom or Because you didn't stay with her, right? It's No, we didn't stay with her, no. It's two bedroom. Um, she and Chris are in one room. One of Chris's mates is in the other room just because they have to split oh, the right. rent because it's so expensive. Um, ah. Everything there, property is fucking expensive. I mean, proper expensive there. Like for a, well, I was um, going to say, you know, the truth is, you don't have a lot holding you in Illinois anymore. Nope. You have That's to true. at least in your mind be going, oh, boy. I mean, I know Laura's mom is still in Illinois, but she's getting up there in years. Like, you mm-hmm. know, it's potentially maybe you could retire there or something, huh? 100%. But 100%. I'm thinking that. So, yeah. It is so expensive. You know, it's funny because my wife was just, and I were thinking, well, that wouldn't be terrible if. Neil retired to San Diego. We can go visit once or twice a year. <laughs> there you go, yeah. <laughs> It'd be a little hard to do the podcast with the three-hour time zone difference, but we could figure it out. It'd be fine. It's true. You could visit us in the summer. We could visit you in the winter. Yeah. Anyway. So it's a, per- it's we'll a perfect perfect answer. Uh, I, is, it, is, it is so expensive, though. I mean, to buy a little tiny bungalow is, you know, a million bucks or something. I don't know how anybody does it. 100%. I got so. a lot, if you want to rent a loft, a loft is like 2200 a month. For a fucking yeah. loft or something, you know what I mean? And it's, that's too much for that's too much for somebody retired on a fixed income. So the neighborhood they live in is um it's not great. You kind of know it's not great when like every house that you're driving by, they all have like fucking pit bulls, guard pit bulls outside. You know <laughs> it's not great. The cars with no tires. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's not the worst it certainly wasn't the worst neighborhood. Um mm. but it's not it's not I mean, are you nervous for her to live there? Uh, when Chris goes on deployment for six months, I'm not delighted about it. So when he goes, does his buddy go too? No, he'll no, he'll still be there, and that's one of the reasons why they decided to do it this way. Is so at mm. least she'll have him. He's an he's a mechanic or something. Um, huh. so you know it's a pretty small place, and it's okay. It's it's fine for what it is. As you first, I mean, you you know when you first sure. moved out to yeah, well, we had a little one bedroom. Yeah, when we first got married, we had a little one bedroom. Yeah, we all we all do it right. You make it rough for yeah. a year or so. And the thing is, when they get married, he gets some crazy housing allowance as a married guy from the neighbor. Yeah, like four, yeah. like four thousand a month or some shit. Wow. Um, yeah, and lots of other benefits too. So that's one of the reasons why they're probably going to push it up. You know, before they hmm. before they be they normally would. So it's all good. It's all good. He's a great guy. I like him a lot. Um, so yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else of anything else I've I've missed on the on the uh, on the highlights of my San Diego nine days. Uh, but I think I got I think I got most of the high points. Hmm. Yeah, you know what um, I, you know what I didn't say you know what I did no yeah, what I didn't say at the beginning Neil if you need to send us hate mail punktilydie77 at gmail. Yes. I also still have stickers. Even have the new slightly bigger stickers. Yeah, the three-inch yeah. rather than the two-and-a-half-inch. Yep. Yeah, so I have some of those. I just sent some to our buddy Dave Henning over there by you, Neil, in Chicagoland. Oh. He was going to go on vacation and put some up. Excellent. Or something. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, yeah, if you need some of that. And I know I think we might have missed a couple people, so if we miss you, it's been like a month. We forgot you. 
and I know sometimes right right back. We'll get them to you. Yeah, we'll get them to you for uh, sure. Yeah, and of course the Facebook group just continues to grow and continues to be a lot of fun. So. Yeah, it's interesting uh, one. It's should, an interesting one. There's, that too. We don't really seem to have any assholes in the group at all. You don't see many, you know, like a lot of the groups oh, I belong to. Oh, knock on wood, pal. Knock on wood. <laughs> well, not yet anyway, I guess. Either that or maybe Jake is ejecting them before they uh, actually post yeah, anything. Yeah, we, we actually, it's it's very nice. We have a help we have a friend of ours, Jake Pope, who's was on episode 200, a good pal of ours, helping with our uh, being an admin. And I think he's kind of a veteran. I think he admins some like record swapping groups or something. Mm-hmm. So what he, he admins some wife swapping. That's <laughs> our record swapping <laughs> groups. That's why he looks so, so happy all the time. Keep, he knows how to keep the creeps out. Yes, exactly. Keep the creeps so, out. That's good. I'll tell you what, Neil, I'm actually going to play another song, even though it hasn't been very long. Go ahead. And then, and, uh, I'll tell my story on my other show, which was actually really inter- kind of interesting, I think. All right. So I'm sure you saw, you know, one of the big bands on my bucket list I was really looking forward to seeing was The Exploited. Uh, uh, uh. Yep. And it appears that Wadi, on top of his heart problems, has cancer now. Oh, he has cancer now? Shit. I'm sorry. Cancer's not funny, but it's it's like, oh, man, I was so close, too. You know, I made it within a month before it got canceled, or like yeah. two weeks, really. Matter of fact, it was supposed to be this this Wednesday. Today, for those of you listening at home, I don't know when you'll hear this, but today is the 22nd anniversary of September 11th, the September 11th World Trade Center bombings. So, anyway. Moment of silence. Um, yes, yes. Too soon? Did, too soon? Did, they, did they pull out of Riot Fest, too? Oh, yeah, they canceled the entire U.S. tour. They did? Okay. Yes. So, anyway, I thought this song was kind of appropriate. It's called USA. Or some of you might know it as Fuck the USA. Fuck the USA, yes.
Dynamite exploited there, obviously, with their classic what book, is that, the from book the USA. Tomorrow? I don't remember which album that was from. I know, but there's a classic. There's a classic picture of them touring the USA back then, and there's just a bunch of skinheads in the front flipping him off. And he obviously must have been uh, singing that because I I find it hysterical, and they're all looking. I mean, if he played it now, he probably couldn't even understand what he's saying anyway. Yeah, but. right. I, I do listen. To, you know, I, I I really am dying to see them play, and I'm kind of bummed out they're not playing. But I look at the shows, and they really they do play way too fast. Yeah, it seems like the live shows are probably not going to be good. I'm Scott was going to come with me, and I'm pretty confident that he would not have enjoyed it at all. Too fast and too metal, probably right. But you know, a few beers can change a lot of things. True enough. True. I enough. don't know what album that was on. That might have been a single. Uh, it was definitely a single. Um. And it's funny, the only person I know in my family, that's it, Laura saw them. <laughs> Is that right? She did. I guess the year that I was gone, which I, you know, I came here in 83, 40 years ago, actually. I, I think I put a post about that up. It's almost 40 mm. years ago to the month till I came. That was an exchange student for one year. And then I went back to England for a year. Finished school. So, yeah. So I'd met, in that year that I was here, I met Tommy DeCommi, and he took me to shows, and we hung out. We became you know, best friends. And yeah. um, so the year well, I, we got to hang out, we got to hang out when you were growing up in the spring. Yeah. So the year I was gone, um, well, actually, he went. He was an exchange student in Manchester that year. But I guess during some of that overlap, anyway, when I wasn't here, he um, he hung out with Laura a little bit because I was dating Laura already, and um, he took her to Cubby Bear to see the Exploited. So, uh, she's, so she saw them and you haven't. She saw them and I haven't. She saw them and you haven't. It's so funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that was classic well, exploited time too, right? 83, 84. That would have been fucking well, the best funny. time to you see know, them. I, I used to drag my wife to all kinds of stuff too, like in the early 90s. And I always, you know, so these young punks get all tough. I'm just like, dude, my wife doesn't even care about this music and she's seen more cool bands than you have. So <laughs> shut up. Yeah. Hundred percent, yeah. Uh, but the other the other band I went and saw Neil. So that, so I'm bummed about the Exploited, but I did knock another bucket list band off my list. I went and saw the Dead Milkman. Now that surprises who, that surprises me that they of all people would be a bucket list band of yours. Well, I really like them, and I've never seen them. You know, it goes back to when I was a kid, and a friend of mine dubbed a tape. I think it was Big Lizard in the Backyard. Mm, that classic first. Uh, was that the first album? Because yeah, that was a classic, classic right? Album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. the first album. Yeah, 85, I think. Yeah. And it was a couple years old at that point. But yeah, you made me a tape, and I think it was like Violent Femmes on one side and like uh, Dead Milkman on the other. Which that I was, I sense. was, you know what? That's so funny you say that because I was about to say that would be like you telling me that Violent Femmes were one of your bucket list bands. <laughs> well, I've seen them a few times, but yeah. I, I, love the, I love the Violent Femmes. As a matter of fact, I'm actually struggling because it's a weekend I had to work, so it's kind of a pain. But they're playing at our, with our orchestra here in the city. Oh, Jesus! In Grand Rapids, shoot me in the and face! And they're doing the entire they're doing the entire first album. Well, of course orchestra. they are, because that's the only thing anyone ever fucking knows. Uh, that, that's not true. They did some uh, good stuff later, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I admit they never quite reached those heights of 1983. Uh, but yeah, so so the funny thing is the the Dead Man we don't play much anymore. Like they only play real sporadically. But they still put on records and stuff. But they played at the Muddy Roots Festival in Tennessee on Saturday night. You ever see that thing, man? That thing is huge, that Muddy Roots. Oh, didn't it just used to of... be jam bands and stuff, though? No, no, no. It's always been, like, a lot of punk and a lot of, like, weird outlaw country stuff. Oh, that's weird. Metal, okay. some metal. Hmm. They okay. always have a killer lineup, though. Like, Fear played a couple years ago. One year, they were supposed to have Coxbar. I mean, they have... 
they have a crazy lineup. It, well, it just, looks they like gotta a lot change of fun. The, they gotta change the name of it then, man. Muddy Roots just sounds like a bunch of old fucking hippies well, you gotta see rolling around in the yes. mud. You gotta see the lineup. It, it really looks amazing. And everybody, it's one of those things. I know some people up here that go, and it's like, once you go, you go every year. That's what it sounds like. Hmm. What, well, they, can they like camp? They camp? Yeah, they camp. Oh, for fuck's sake. That's kind yeah. of a deal breaker for me, if we're being honest. I'm not yeah. a camper. But anyway. Um, but they played Tennessee the night before, and then they, believe it or not, they came up and played Hamtramck, which is Detroit, more or less, at this big street festival. Hmm. It's called the Hamtramck Labor Day Festival. They closed off, I don't know, quite a few blocks. It was not wide, because it was just one main street, and they had a couple stages, and they played on the big stage. And, uh, yeah, so I drugged my daughter, Addie, who's 16, with me, because she will come with me to this stuff. And, uh, yeah, we went, it was Sunday, it was Sunday before Labor Day, so we didn't have to work the next day. And we had a, we had a gay old time, man. Hmm. That's the proper use of the word gay. Happy. Use it, because we got chided on our use of that word, too. So, anyway, yeah, we had a gay old time, man. It was fun. It was, Jesus. they had some great, great, like, street food and stuff. Like, we had some great, uh, international food. We had an elephant ear. We, uh, Watch the band play. It was actually a real. Uh, it was actually a real elephant here. Well, from, the uh, from Nigerian Ham- poachers. Well, the thing with Hamtramck <laughs> is it used to be all Polak. I'm sorry, Polish. I'm not supposed to say Polak anymore. <laughs> you made that lady is writing a letter as I as, well, as you say that. My, my kids. So my wife is 50 percent Polish. Mm-hmm. And when I say Polak, my youngest daughter, once again, being the middle class person who decides what's offensive for everyone, then you can't say that. You can't say that. I'm like, I have never met a Polak that was offended by being called a Polak. Right. But anyway, because they don't care. They just want their sausage and their beer. <laughs> uh but but yeah, it's called Hamtramck. It used to be all Polish, but now it's it's majority Muslim. Hmm. So the like the one end was like all the carnival rides was just almost all Arab. Hmm. I mean just like 80% Arab, and then kind of the other end where the bands were, it was more mixed. It was some Arab, but a lot of a lot of more just regular white folks and black folks. So if like the meat, so, so if the meat men played, would they play that classic song? Uh, <laughs> so, I don't yeah. know. Well, it's, it's funny because I, I got to tell you right now, the, the Dead Milkmen were great. It was a fantastic performance. I mean, huh. they were really very good. They worked the crowd, but there was definitely a lot of sort of, you know. Rodney Anonymous is like the main singer. The other, the guitar player sings too, but he's just like he's like, oh, I love this neighborhood so much. It reminds me of my home in Philadelphia. And I'm just like, oh boy, I guess I'm not going there for vacation because <laughs> uh, Hamtramck is not as rough as Detroit, but it's it's a pretty you know it's a pretty hard scrabble place. Oh, isn't it? Hold on, isn't isn't um, John from Punk News always going on about them? Aren't they his favorite band? Uh, the one guitar player, Joe Jack Talcum, all his solo stuff. I think he's big into. Oh, jeez. Okay. Yeah, I, I know, but I like I said, I had never seen them, and I, it was free. I mean, I, it it wasn't free because it cost me I don't know how much in gas, and I had to feed my kid and all and that. Elephant cost, ears, yes, elephant. Probably ears. cost me a hundred bucks, but still, it was good. It was a good time, man. I, I actually am really glad I went. Um, I mean, that'll probably be the only time I get to see them. So, with a street being a street fest, there must have been like other bands that were playing too, right? Yeah, nothing really noteworthy. No? Actually, okay. one of the other bands was noteworthy, but I'll, I'm going to save them for the very end. Okay. Um, well, it's, it's funny because the the other band that seemed to be a really big draw, they were called the Polish Muslims. <laughs> of course they were. And, but they played classic rock songs, but they changed the words to talk about like local restaurants. Oh, it that's, was su- that's fucking it was bizarre. Super, it was super cringy, dude. And, but people loved them. And I was fine with it until 
first of all, I knew it was getting bad when it was Fight for Your Right to Party by the Beastie Boys became Fight for the Right Kilbasa. Oh, Jesus. But then they finally went too far when they played, when Sheena is a punk rocker became, uh, I don't know, somebody is a polka rocker or something. Oh. Phoebe is a polka rocker or something. I'm just like, oh, boy. But, uh, boo. Anyway. Fucking boo. Dead, but seriously, Dead Mountain were great, man. I, I, I think you probably would have even enjoyed it. Hmm. So I'm going to play from their first album. Uh, you know, I'm not going to play Punk Rock Girl because that's kind of the cliche like song that everybody knows. It's right. a great song. It's a great song. But I'm gonna yeah, it was, great. It was a great video, too. I remember the video yeah. was fine. Yeah. From the first album, I'm going to do Tiny Town because it's got the most offensive words in it. Dead Mugman, Tiny Town, from Big Lizard in the Backyard. Hello, my name is Billy Bobby. I don't give a damn. I got myself some wife. She's straight from the Ku Klux Klan. I got myself a daughter, and she's a mama lord. Because I married my sister, and our people's been destroyed. Let's do it. This is a tiny town, and we don't want you coming round. dead milkman there tiny town and uh if it did have offensive words in it that lady right now was fuming and writing angry letters to everybody maybe, maybe. i don't think it was angry i think it was i don't, I don't think she was angry i think she was trying to help us Neil. trying to help us. <laughs> how fucking I, I, how, hold on a second how fucking condescending is that she's trying to help. help she's trying to help a 50 year old and a 60 year old she's trying yes, to help yes. us she's trying to educate us it's, I'm so, it's 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 so hard to get to our age and still be dumber than young people. I mean, it really is very very challenging for us to be so stupid at this age. Or maybe you are just horribly indoctrinated and oh, wor- and gosh. you worry about complete fucking nonsense. There well, you go. That's, How's that? You know, I made I made the comment about my daughter. You know, God love her. She's a sweet kid, but she she's the new breed of Gen Z slash millennial slash Karens who are middle-class white people who have decided what's offensive for everybody. And they're the arbiters now of what's offensive. And it's like, shut up. These minority groups, most of them are far too tough to get worried about some stupid word like that. You know, the stupid it was, pronouns. It was, it was funny. I was I was actually on one of my other sites today uh, writing an oh, angry, angry comment. <laughs> no, no, which is saying basically the same thing, saying that how have we raised generation after generation of people who are so easily offended? 
It's like it, it just blows my mind that somehow we've yeah. done it and people are now offended. And, in, and, and also they're offended, but they won't tell you they're offended, but they will snitch on you to a higher authority or tell somebody, yeah. you know, they won't dare to confront anybody about anything. They will just complain up the fucking chain. So it's just like, how are so people easily offended by words? It it doesn't. Do you know Jesus. why? Because nobody because they don't have any real problems. Exactly, they have they need no real problems. Somebody to knock a couple of their teeth out. Oh, there needs to be a fucking war, and your kids yeah, need to go to well, war. Listen, and I then think, see, I think and we're it, working on that. And then see what you fucking complain about. Then see, then see what you complain about. Well, like you know, I said we have a whole generation of young men that have never had to grow up, right? And that's a luxury of a of a prosperous society for our young men to be able to be, you know. Be thirty years old and playing video games and not know how to change a freaking tire. But it can also be the it can also be the end of a fucking generation too, or a, yeah. or, or a civilization. Jesus. Well, luckily they're sterilizing themselves with all these video games so close to the testicles. So. <laughs> yes, and and they can't and they can't talk to ladies because then they'll they be accused of, exactly. uh, of upsetting them or you know triggering them or some such. You know, thing, so. you know my slogan, Neil. You must get permission every inch. <laughs> some of us it takes a long time. Some of us not so long. <laughs> Ah, uh, that's my excuse. Yes. Um, yes. Well, listen. Once again, getting us getting us canceled. So it's funny, Neil. It, well, I have one more song, but I don't, I don't want to rush to it necessarily. If you got something else you want to talk about? Well, no, not really. I mean, geez, I, it's been two weeks, but you know, a lot of it was. Uh, it's been two weeks since we recorded, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, my trip was obviously the obviously the big yeah. thing, and it was great overall, except for the, uh, the travel home. Uh, yeah, saying the saying goodbye to your kid and stuff sucks. It's a, it's a really hard thing to do, but uh, you know I'm proud of her. Yeah, she made this she made this big life move, and she's making the best of it. She got a job immediately, and she's fucking doing it. You know, I'm my, proud of her. Uh, my kids have kept me very busy, and I'll tell you what, man, I'm still I I'm loving the grandfather thing. I really oh am. yeah, you it's are awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that my little sweetie pie has been over here quite a bit, and uh, my my kids have had various. Is that what you call your girlfriend? Oh, the baby you're talking <laughs> about. That? Sorry. Okay. My uh, Go ahead. my kids have had various problems, and you know, as a man, you know, it's a pain in the dick if a kid has a car problem. Hmm. But I can deal with it. But if they're having emotional problems, man, that's the real the real tricky stuff. So yeah, <laughs> we've had it, it's been a. And then on top of that, my dad had a triple bypass. Oh, I didn't know that. Sorry. Well, and he's, you know, he needs to mix it. And I know coming from me, this is really rich. But the dude needs to mix in a salad every now and then. Yeah. What's he eating? I think, you know what it is, dude? You know, they had three kids growing up. You know, it was three of us growing up. Mom would always cook like a traditional meal or whatever. But then the kids moved out. So they started eating like college kids. Like they didn't want to cook meals anymore. So they're eating like they're freaking 70 years old. They're eating microwave burritos. And, <laughs> you know, and it's just, and you know, I saw, I saw dad yesterday. He's, he's, he's doing okay. You know, he's, he's actually probably doing more than he should already. But uh, yeah, it's just, you know, they warned us about being in this sandwich generation. And I know your mom and dad are gone now, mm-hmm. but you know where your parents are getting old and your kids are becoming adults, and it's just it's a just a real pain in the ass, man. I got to tell you, I'm not I'm not having a lot of fun. I'll go out for you know a little bit and have a little bit of fun, but in general, in life, I'm not having a lot of fun. I really hope to try to correct that. So, well, let's hope this podcast can keep you a bit sane at least, because uh, yeah, I know it's I know it's been tough for you recently, and uh, yeah, it's yeah, it is it's, weird. You know, I, I I do see a little light at the end of the tunnel, but you know, here's the thing: when you're you know, I have I have four children. Three of them are adults. You know, I look at it like uh, you know, like Spider Man when like the the 
train goes off the rails, you know, you just got to try to catch whichever one's closest to hitting the ground first. You know, <laughs> <laughs> juggling. And in general, they, they're doing fine. You know, the yeah. kids are doing. In general, my kids are doing great. I don't want to. But you know, my daughter's car broke down, and then you know, my son just had this fender bender, and we're jogging cars. You know, it's just like I said, that stuff's easy for me. Actually, it keeps mm-hmm. me on my toes. But but now nah, it's been a you know, and once again, my I, I have a set of grandparents that are really really struggling with their health, and my in laws are got bad. It's just yeah, it's just not much fun. Yeah, you've got some uh, pretty tough. So years. I go to shows, you got some pretty tough years coming up. I would imagine you know, with that. Yeah, I do, and I'd be real surprised if everybody makes it through this year. You know. Yeah. You know, and I, I go to shows, and you know, I, I got I'm still I'm planning to come to Chicago in November for sure. To see the anti-heroes. Did you see who got added Sunday night? I did not. The dwarves are playing Sunday night at Reggie's. Oh, okay. So that's why yeah, Blag is supposed to be doing a thing at the record store on the yeah, on the Monday. I've been, t- I've been talking to Mike about that. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a real difficult time making that work, but I'm gonna see what I can do. Because he was maybe he wants you know us to try to be involved, which I would love to do. We'd love to do something at his store. Obviously, love to do something with Blag or the Dwarves or whatever. So, so when when is that? That's the that's so that is the so so Andy Heroes would be the eleventh, which of, is Saturday of what November. Okay, so you aren't planning to come for T One Fest at all, and I don't know. I haven't entirely given up on it. I'm gonna see okay. what I can do. As a matter of fact, though, but I, we we probably should start helping them promote that though. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Um, would, I'll be happy to do that. Yeah, it's a good idea. Well, them on, and I'm thinking maybe I'll reach out to Tobin from Flatfoot Fifty Six since we haven't had him on yet. Okay. Kind of promote the event, help promote that event. It's a great event. I like. So I haven't given up on it. Scott's really pushing. Scott really is trying to push me into going, but I just I have so much going on around that time. Uh. As a matter of fact, on that Sunday, which we pushed off, it was going to be that Saturday. My wife and I are going away for our anniversary for a week. So on the twenty second, yeah, okay. Bad Religion is going to be in Grand Rapids, and I am going to miss it because I am going to be on the road to. We're going to go to the Outer Banks for a couple of days, and then we're going to go to the Condo in Myrtle Beach for five days or something. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Lord knows we, Lord knows we need it. My wife is really too she needs a vacation i've I've take these little breaks here and there you know well dude this this uh san diego trip we just took one of the reasons we made it into a vacation and stayed longer than we might have done was man i hadn't been away since my mom died and that didn't count as a vacation either because that was during covid and it was locked down in england my mom died so but i hadn't been away for like five six years i missed i missed your august trip you know i had to close the pool it's getting so cool at night right so we didn't get to do our august thing so yeah but you know it's just you know life 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 uh takes precedent you gotta do what you gotta do so yeah and that's a shame you didn't, so, get, you didn't get to see the Poison Boys when they came in to play the Tip Top. Yeah, it is. I wonder how that went. I never talked to them. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was kind of bummed about that, too. And I, I said, I'm doing the best I can. That was a weekend where we had a lot of uh, heavy weather. Hmm. And I worked, I think I worked 30 hours overtime over the course of four days. Wow, nice. Uh, nice work if you can get it, though, for the, uh, for the, yeah. for the extra money. My wife was so pleased on that Friday. Yeah, no shit. I mean, it all goes right in the bank. I don't. It's not even like I get an extra twenty bucks out of it, you know. <laughs> you do fine. But, you know, it'll cover our. You know, it'll cover our. You know, good. You know, cover our week away or whatever. So. So who? So who you? What bands you got next? 
Next, I'm so Saturday night. I'm going to see boy. This is an old punk news favorite band that I hadn't really listened to for years, but they're back together. They're called Gaslight Anthem. Oh, ga- oh, yeah. Oh, was it a thing of fifty sound of fifty six or whatever that album was uh, called? Uh, fifty nine sound. Fifty nine sound. Yeah, there you go. They're so okay. I really they're okay. Big, I was big into them for a short while. It's, it's it's kind of gritty rock and roll. You know, it's from Jersey, so there's a little bit of the boss in there, or whatever. Yeah. Springsteen meets, meets social distortion, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But definitely pop friendly you know even a little bit of country or whatever i I actually spotified them today and heard a bunch of songs i never heard before and i gotta say it's sad as hell the music in general but i like it it's good so scott and i are going to that saturday night and then two weeks later we got agent orange Hmm. in grand rapids at the tip top which is gonna be cool that's always cool that's almost like an annual event now yeah um and then uh the week after that, I'm hoping to do Violent Femmes. That's on a weekend. And then the weekend after that, the Friday the 13th of October, I'm hoping to go... I, actually, I already have tickets for this, for the chats and uh, cyclo, uh, Cosmic Cycles. Cosmic Cycles, yeah. So I'm looking forward to that, too. That'll be cool. I don't know. Chats can... That's uh, it. Could care less, but... Well, you know, but it's it's a Friday night. Who was the third uh, band on that? Isn't there a third band on that, that bill? It's that band you really like from uh, Punk Rock Bowling, Schizophonics. Or oh, those are fa- yeah, they're fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So man, no, that's go early, really cool man. Show. I'm, go I'm early. Really go early and watch those guys. Those guys are. Fucking <coughs> great. Yeah, we'll try to get there in time. So no, that's coming up, and then uh, you know, coming to Chicago in November. I'm actually currently trying to sell my Metallica tickets, which is sort of sad, but I just <laughs> don't think I can make it work. So for me, I've got next Thursday, not this Thursday, but the Thursday after the 21st, New Rocket Union are playing a small oh, cool, small cool. bar in Chicago. So I was actually talking to John about that today. Oh, cool, man. What, what day is it? It's a, thir- a Thursday the 21st. Okay. So it's a work night, so I asked him what time he's going on. <laughs> so uh, I, might, <laughs> I might wait. They're not, they're not headlining, so hopefully I'll get awesome. out of there at, at a reasonable time. Um, the week, oh, say the next day, that Friday... So Mike is having a lot of stuff up at Loud Pizza. Um, He had someone from the Ataris a couple weeks ago, I guess, or Sludgeworth or something. Um, They both, I think. On that Friday the 22nd, he's got the lady from Sincere Engineer coming in. Okay. Who I don't really know. I listened to them today, and to me it just sounded like Alanis Morissette. Yeah, it's not – it's it's a – Pop punk female Chicago. I think she's from Chicago. I wouldn't even call it pop punk, man. It did really sound like Alanis Morissette with a backing band. Is, is what mm. it sounded like to me. I mean, not that I dislike Alanis Morissette. She's fine, but I don't know how it's punk rock. But anyway, um, but what did you just fall out of the chair? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm up and moving. Um, two weeks after that, I've got uh, there's going to be a big tour of English '80s bands. The Mission, UK. The Chameleons and Theatre of Hate are going to be playing. So I'm going to that, Thalia Hall, the big uh, goth 80s uh, night. So that will be fun. Um, the week after that, I have The Darkness. I have tickets for that. And then the week after that is T1 Fest. And somewhere in between there is the adverts in San Diego. So I have to figure that one out. I have to figure out my trip for that one. Are you still with me? Tom. Oh boy. Yeah, I'm here, buddy. I muted for a second. All right, good. All right, so yeah, so so yeah, I got I I got a lot going on. <laughs> you pissy! You went to the bathroom, you bastard. <laughs> hey, I muted it. 
No, I just heard a flush. <laughs> We're getting so close to the end. I felt like it's like, uh, you know, like if you got to get up and you got to get up at like six o'clock and at like five thirty, you're laying in bed going, "Oh, I got a piece of bed." So there you go, everybody. You got to you got to hear Tom peeing. There you uh, go. So, yes, yeah, so I got a lot going on September and October, and then there's T1 yeah, sure, first, man. and then Paul, there's that. Paul looks amazing, honestly. What's, what's that anti-heroes thing called? What's that festival called? Uh, it's just it's just called Mid- – it's it's put on by a group called Midwest Live and Loud. But it's Midwest, just, yeah, it's, it's like a punk – it's like an oi fest, right? Well, I, I mean, it is, but it's just – I don't think they're billing it as any kind of a fest. That Midwest Live and Loud does all kinds of shows. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, I, I – uh, I, I got to make that happen. That's got to become my number one priority right now. So, and just like the exploited canceled, uh, Sham sixty nine canceled too. They were supposed to be playing uh, Cobra Lounge on the twelfth of October, and they canceled. Well, they had so. no other dates planned. That had to be the American version, right? I'd, I'd imagine, but we will see. I guess we shall see. So hmm. they canceled, and supposedly it's going to be March twenty twenty four. <laughs> they're postponing so uh riot fest uh this weekend this week yeah look the the uh yeah with the exploited dropping out there's less and less punk rock every second so uh i mean but you do get that command performance from the foo fighters and the cure playing for six hours or whatever the fuck they play for these <laughs> you days you know i like the cure i could probably do the cure for two and a half hours but i don't really need to hear a long foo fighters i don't really need to see the foo fighters at all but i mean like i could probably live through a greatest hits set of or something but yeah I, yeah there's, there's nothing playing that i want to see at riot fest that's coming out after dark other need, than the cure everything it, else is during the daylight it sucks but what else is even playing during the daylight that you would want to see well there's a few punk bands in the middle i don't have the list in front of me right now but i uh, i'm working on a potential uh correspondent so they can come and tell us how great it is and we could belittle them okay and they can sit in a field in the rain for with eighty thousand well, you know, people obviously you've heard our you they've people have probably heard our yes our Indeed. dispatches from these festivals that we couldn't get to. I thought we'd try something different this year. Well, they so. haven't heard the Rebellion one yet, but hopefully I'll put that one up next. Okay. Yeah, I'll probably go up soon, yeah. So, um... Just keep, let, making, keep making Ricky wait. Sorry, Ricky. Yeah, we'll sorry, get Ricky. We'll get, we'll get to you, buddy. Sorry about that. Um, so I'm going to play my last song of the night. This is probably... Okay, so when you hear of San Diego, what punk bands do you think of from San Diego? Can you name it? Battalion, Battalion of Saints. Oh, Battalion of Saints. Okay, well, there you go. That, you just named, fact, that's the only one I could think of. Oh, see, I was thinking Rocket from the Crypt. Oh, too new. Too new. New? They're from the, the 90s. Well, yeah, but I mean, still Battalion 30, of Saints was from the early 80s. Still 30 years ago. <laughs> anyway. Yes. Anyway, saw them open for Rancid, Neil. I saw them open for Rancid. Oh, Rocket from the Crypt. Yep. Yeah, I think I did too. I think I saw that same tour actually. Mid mid nineties. Um. Yep. Yeah, I think it was at the Vic. It was at somewhere small, well, maybe in the Metro. It was a smaller venue for well, sure. This for show was at the East Town Works, which is long gone. On Rancid so. were great, right? Rancid, yeah, they were. I can remember Rancid being exceptional that night. Um. So anyway, I'm going to do, I'm going to do, you blew my thunder there. I'm going to do a Rocket from the Crypt song. This is a Savoir Faire off of their big album, the one that had a scorpion on the cover. I think it's Scream, Dracula Scream was the name of the album. Ah, yeah. Okay. So, yep, yeah, uh, Rocket from the Crypt, Savoir Faire. It's not the one we need. 
All right, rocking from the crypt there from San Diego with uh, Savoir Faire. I think that's the first time we've ever played them. So, um, mm. anyway, you've been saving up a song. Why don't you tell us about tell us about? Well, this. it's funny. Okay, so that I was going to say about. So I went to this ham jamming thing, and it was it was really. It was it was fun, man. I I wouldn't hesitate to go back next year if there was a band I really needed to see. Um, How long of a drive? Uh, two and a half. Jeez. Okay. Push it three. Yeah. Um. But like, I didn't have to buy tickets. You know, what I mean, it, sure. It's, yeah, yeah. Incredible. And and the thing is, they played like a full like headline set too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, it was so funny. So the Polish Muslims get done playing their freaking butchering the Bob Seger or the Ramones <laughs> or whatever they were playing. Butchering the classics. That's what and, we do. And, and they get done, and all of a sudden we hear this ungodly noise coming from the fence. Because hmm. it's all fenced in, you know. Just like I said, a single street fenced in for. 10 blocks, 8 blocks, I don't know, something. Mm-hmm. And there's this ungodly noise. We look over there, and there's this pretty large man in his leopard skin loincloth and this giant amplifier and a microphone stand and a drummer, and they were running their power off the battery of their minivan, <laughs> and they were on the other side of the fence. Like, they, were, they weren't official. They weren't official. <laughs> no, no, it was the most punk rock thing I've seen in months, honestly. And these guys were probably my age, you know, mm. just real wild-eyed looking. And they just start pounding out this very primitive, like, proto-punk, and they're drawing a crowd, and I just keep waiting for the cops to shut them down because there's cops all over this thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they nobody ever did. They played, like, a 15-minute set of just this, like, gonzo caveman, you know, primitive rock and roll, and it was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. So oh, I that's finish. cool. That's excellent. So I look. It's funny. I looked them up on YouTube, and the first song I saw, they have a video for. It's really very listenable. It's not at all what I the impression I got listening to them pound out their sound behind the fence. But uh, yeah, so we'll we'll finish with that. The name of the band. They're from Detroit. They're, they're, I can't tell if they're a two or three piece because I see there's only two of them on this occasion, but I see pictures of them. I think where they seem to have more guys than that. But they're called Caveman and Bam Bam. They must be a two piece, right? Caveman and Bam Bam. Yeah, you believe Cam- Bam Bam is probably the drummer, right? So yeah, Caveman has to be the loincloth caveman, guy. Caveman's yeah. the loincloth guy. Yeah, they both could have put on more clothes. It wouldn't have <laughs> hurt anybody. <laughs> yeah, do it for all of us, man. But yeah, I'm gonna play one of their songs it's called "Gotta Gotta Dance." Uh. Who wants to run from the dinosaur in terror with us? Thank you. 
All right, that was uh, that was the first we'll probably ever, and the last we'll probably ever hear from. And, and I don't Caveman. know which of their cla- I don't know which of their classic albums they came from. Caveman and all the other albums. Okay, were they selling have, merch oh, and stuff yeah. on the other yeah, side of the fence? Up, set up a set up a card table. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just throwing just albums over the they fence. Didn't get shut down. I yeah. cannot believe. Oh, the other weird thing I was going to say. So you know, it's very Islamic there, right? Very mm-hmm. Arab. Dad Melvin went on at nine nine thirty. I'm like, what is that ungodly racket? One of the it, the Islamic Center was right next to where the stage was, mm-hmm. and the call for prayer was going out, and it was so loud it was like distracting from the music. Wow! This yeah, I guess you know, got quite, up out of Mecca five times or whatever it did. Quite the event, damn, dude! It was it was weird, man. It really was. It Cavemen was, you know, and uh, and we definitely and Muslims definitely and we definitely weren't in Coopersville anymore, my friend. No shit. The guy with the semi-automatic would run them straight off. Jesus, I guess. But yeah, it was a it was a it was an interesting time, man. I had some, I said a brief respite from my you know my worldly problems. It was fun. Oh, well, there you go. That was the that so. was our crazy t- two weeks that we've both had. It's next been a, solo episode. Yeah. we'll read some mail. I promise. We got yeah. like I said, we got good and bad, and we'll talk about that one weirdo. Yeah, I, I actually got- was gonna. I actually might play like all songs from that guy because he sent us some really good songs before he threw us that weird old people porn. Yeah, um, he sounds like he's, he's pretty stable. Pretty yes, stable. Pretty stable. He's about to go into. He might be in the mental home right now. Maybe rocking about maybe his I'll own join. feces. I might, I might join him, buddy. I yeah. Might just join. Oh, I the thing I didn't tell you about. I'm sorry about my San Diego trip. Is where I stayed. Holy shit! So we did, did an you Ur- the mental cell? We did no. We did an Airbnb, and yep. um, you know we do an Airbnb. Some you know you got pictures of the inside and stuff. It's sure. fine. It said it was in an old apartment, but whatever. It said. So we get there. It's it's the most fucking luxurious place. It's like a two story huh. townhouse basically, with like it's huh. like two th- uh, th- two bedroom, three bath, um, upstairs and downstairs, huge beautiful kitchen. I mean, you'd, you'd stay in here for a month. It's uh, well, you could live here basically, and I think some people do. So it's but huh. it's in this huge huge complex of all these apartments. So I don't know what it was. I guess they were at one point they were townhouses or whatever. Um, and straight stri- yes, two pools. Two pools, two hot tubs. So every nice. morning we would start off in the hot tub for fifteen minutes and then go in the pool for a swim. So that was this, uh, yeah, nice. yeah. So, but the funny thing is, so there's a huge Catholic university right across the street, absolutely okay. gorgeous campus called the University of San Diego, and um, obviously very, very well off people go there, and they use this apartment building we were staying in as their dorms. Oh, okay. So these rich, spoiled kids. Get these beautiful apartments. Get these beautiful apartments as their dorms. They've got this so gorgeous campus. So much for campus. four guys stacked into a little tiny room, huh? Right. Um, and, you know, it's got a big-ass underground parking garage. And our rental, uh, which was a, still a nice car, was by far the cheapest car in pretty mm. much this entire, <laughs> entire thing. So these kids have so much goddamn money. But it mm. was just so funny. We were just surrounded by these beautiful, like, 18, 19, 20 year old somethings you know just flittering around but the one thing i wanted to say it is so different than when i was at college here in the mid 80s friday and saturday nights were just fucking mental right there was people blasting out music whether it be van halen everybody's everybody's drunk everybody's drunk as can be everybody's blasting out van halen or michael jackson or whatever the fuck it is you know the stereo wars there's all this these kids nothing nobody's earbuds in you nobody's 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 drinking you know, they might be in the hot tub, but there's 
they're talking about whatever they're talking about. There's no music playing. There's it's just so different. The you know the, the students now versus forty dude, years ago. I tell you what, man, you get a place out there. I'm gonna need a pool. You're gonna have to have a pool. Well, dude, I I, I could I, I could live without, but you're gonna need a pool. I could seriously look at how much one of these. If I was gonna retire, I could look and see how much one of these because they do sell them, and obviously that's what these people do. They, they they bucks. bought they bought like four of them, and we're renting about as Airbnbs. And it's a great idea. So they obviously do sell these things. So sure. maybe, maybe I'll look into it. And that they, you could certainly live worse places, and, yeah, guarantee, okay. and guarantee it. So anyway. weather's beautiful. Yeah, no, that'd be that'd be cool. Yeah. But, anyway, that's it. I think that's your show, everybody. All right. Well, listen. Thanks everybody for listening. Yep. If except we offended for, you, except for really, what's her name? If we offended you, we're really not sorry. Honestly, I mean, you know, we get letters. This is the first time we got a letter saying that we were being offensive, and it wasn't mean spirited. It was correctional, <laughs> which but is that, even I mean, the, dude. That's even worse. It's embarrassing. Two, at least two letters from angry old guys telling us we were being pussies. So yep, and and you know we we just you know here's the thing. Here's what I'm going to say, and I'm going to say this when we read the letter. Just treat everybody the way they deserve to be treated. Just just treat everyone as a as a you know valuable human being no matter what kind of weird shit they're into what no matter what kind of weird shit they're into that i'm not into you know i i, I respect the sovereignty of every human so if i make funny what i'll say to that is i kind of agree with that as long as they're adults yeah, yeah I, I i don't want to see people fucking around with, hey, Gary with Glitter, kids we're not talking about kids here no i'm not even talking about that i'm talking about what they're doing with the, some of the gender stuff with kids yeah that's it's a little strange you can't get your freaking ears pierced or a tattoo till you're 18 but you can get your willy chopped off it's fucking oh. weird as, it's weird as fuck and that's wrong and uh, i'll know, say that but what i was gonna say was oh boy now you crossed the no, line. no 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 what, <laughs> what i'm gonna say is what i'm gonna say is if some people think that we're too far on the right and other people say that we're not right enough, then I think yeah. you're right in the middle, and I think we're doing well, that's fine. Well, that's what I say. That's what I know I'm doing right when my left-wing thinks, friends think I'm right-wing, my right-wing family thinks I'm left-wing, you know? <laughs> yep. Keep them confused, buddy. Oh, good. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to walk a sensible path. I've learned a thing or two in my 50 years, and I know you've learned a thing or two in your 60 years. I'm sorry we're not as smart as you 22-year-olds who have it all figured out, but we're trying. <laughs> we're trying. Actually, I'm not. I could care less what you think. <laughs> all right. We're not trying, but we're considering trying. <laughs> you, you fucking idiots who don't know anything. Uh, but you think all you right. do. There That's, you go. Yeah, thanks for listening. And, That's the you know, show. Yeah. us an email or, you know. We'll send you some stickers and blah, blah, blah. Keep a little mark in your heart. Stay free and stay we'll free. See you later, friends. And stay free thinking. All right. Bye, everybody. Okay, that brings us to the end of another show. Hope you enjoyed it. Remember, keep a little mark in your heart. And we'll be back the same mark time, same mark channel. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. Ah, ever get the feeling you've been cheated? Good night. What a fucking rotter. What a load of old shit. Thank you, fuck you, bye, boom. Okay.